Konnichiwa! Minasan, konnichiwa! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another ex- excited episode of Talk to Keiki. We've been gone. We've missed you. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. And to join me, the man that's in the doghouse, my co Ethan, what's up? Konnichiwa, Minasan. Yo, f- fuck you guys, okay? <laughs> I'm going to start. In the nunghouse. Well, you can fucking suck my hairy left nut, okay? Hey, I, hey, I, I didn't scold you like the others. <laughs> all, I, all I did was like, well, you're on your own. <laughs> I left you to the wolves. How dare you shit on something that made me love anime? Me. Mm, fucking jump off a cliff. Uh, well, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit, but... uh, As well. Yes, as well. Uh, but we are going to explain what happened. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, first off, Ethan was away for two weeks with a convention and then family and stuff. <laughs> not, not a convention. Uh, went to EDC. Did by the way, Matt, what did you think about my uh, what did you think about my cosplay? Eh, meh, <laughs> You just put on a coat. I didn't put it. Well, well, no, I put on uh, what's it called? Well, yeah, I had the Japanese pants too. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have the you didn't have the symbol. <laughs> what symbol? You, you do. You had your Tokyo Revengers, right? Yeah, we did Tokyo Revengers. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was you, Valhalla. You didn't have your 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 Asian swastika on there. That's because I was Valhalla. My other boy was fucking was uh the other one. Oh, he didn't have it either. Well, he blacked it out because you know, yeah. fucking. You know how fucking snowflakes are nowadays. How dare you put a plastic on, even though it's fucking it's a symbol of freaking peace. I know, but that got tainted already. <laughs> Unfortunately, goddamn it, fucking. Uh, also, uh, you all, for all for all you listeners, you missed our anime beach episode full of titties and fan service. Yes, there was, cringe, but you'll never hear it because Skype was like, no. There was a real kohai saying, "Yeah, mate, kudasai." But yeah, uh, Skype decided to uh, be a dick move and get rid of episode seventeen completely and cut out eighteen. Well, the last half hour or so of our latest episode. Yeah. So when you hear that, it just kind of that's that's basically Skype just derping on us. Yep, and so because of this, we lost an episode and a half. And so Skype, just like just like Kyle Riddlehouse or whatever the fuck his name is, I hope you choke on all the Popeyes biscuits. I hope you get dissected with a rusty fish hook, and I hope you get gang banged by a bunch of people with a bloody plastic bags as the condoms. So fuck you. <laughs> mm. Well, we are transitioning over to. Um... A new system, probably after this episode, assuming that this episode doesn't shit the bed. Hopefully it doesn't. Knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood right now. I don't know if you can hear that. It's knocking on wood. Hopefully it doesn't shit the bed. Um, I'm also getting a new Mac. I'm going to splurge and get fucking $3,000 on a brand new Mac. And uh, hopefully that'll help us as well. I will be a little bit more timely instead of spending a half hour trying to uninstall and reinstall Skype on this nine-year-old Mac. Right. So uh, so we're going to do everything we can to make sure this goes through. No issues. We even uninstalled, reinstalled the fucking program as its final chance. If it fucks up again, then yeah. then We're going to Zoom. Yeah, we're going to Zoom or we're going to that other place. Yeah, I mean, I have no issues with Zoom, truthfully. So, I mean, yeah. I do. I use uh, Zoom with my uh, with the MMA for Marks podcast. Shout out to uh, MMA for Marks. Shout out to my boy Andy. We'll be recording another episode tomorrow. Um, I don't know because we haven't been really posting our episodes. It's kind of like a you know whatever, but eventually, you know, eventually, you know, should be should be lit. 
Oh, it's a trick play in the Giants game. And pass interference. It'll be first down at the 11 yard line. Sorry, I'm watching uh, the football game in the background while we record this. Giants and Bucks. Matthew and I are Giants fans, unfortunately. So we suffer uh, a lot. You're not. No. Oh, you don't really like football, right? Uh, I I watch when I can. Are you a Jets fan? No. No, I grew up in. I was a Packers fan when I was a kid. Oh, I didn't know that. And then well, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers and then Aaron Rodgers had to be a anti-vaxxer. Fucking Aaron Keep Rodgers. Keep him away from me. Yeah, for real. Oh, oh, hold on. Seth Rollins uh, attacked the fan. Legitimately? Yeah. He, he, no. no uh, the fan got a couple swings at him. Get the fuck out of here. No just, way. Uh, I, I, I see. He's got him on the floor. <laughs> You're watching Raw in the background? No, no. I'm watching the footage of the fan camera. Oh, Seth Rollins is unhinged. Uh Oh yeah, he he's heated. It says Seth Rollins is unhinged. Um, where are you seeing that he attacked a fan? It's on Facebook. If you go what? to if you if you go to Dirt Sheet Radio, it's right there. I don't know what Dirt Sheet Radio is. It's a, like a it's a, it's an AEW bias group. <laughs> oh God. But uh, but they so, do get but do they do get some good stories from time to time when they're was that so was that a plant? I'd imagine it was a plant. Oh, we, fan tackle Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah, oh shit! I see it. Oh my God. He's going in town. Oh my God! Yeah. Wow. Holy fuck! Oh, got a couple swings. All right. Uh, back on top. Oh my God! Jesus, dude! Uh, a fucking fan attacked Seth on Raw! Exclamation points. Copy paste. Uh, where the fuck is this group? Uh, where the fuck is this group? I just had it. Here we go. Copy paste. Sorry. Impromptu. Uh, shocker. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. In case you haven't noticed or you haven't been listening, Matt and I also like wrestling a lot. It's yeah. our number two. So, uh, is that everybody? Ichini San Yongo, Rokudana Hatch. Hi. There we go. Send. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Let's get back to let's get back to business. All right. So Sorry. yeah, that's what happened. And now we're gonna get to Ethan, who again has the backstage heats with the anime community. Oh my God. We're not gonna talk about it long. I'm sure we'll have an episode of it on, on Cakey Shop. <laughs> Whenever we start doing Cakey Shop, yes. Yes. Uh, probably again at this point, probably at the holidays because I'm gonna be working every day now. So yeah, that sucks. Dude. The fucking the, the yeah. post office fucking slaves work you. Oh yeah. So we're probably gonna do that after Christmas. Just so we get we have enough time to watch certain certain shows and then to mm-hmm. basically still, not be stressed for the holidays. Yeah, and we're still hoping that our 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 winter season is light. Um, I'm coming in I think at like 13 episodes total as of right now. Last time I counted, so that's not terrible compared to the fucking 17 we're doing right now. So yeah, yeah, I I, have, I think I have a few continuations. Yeah, I have several continuations around. Like I yeah. think I have Lupin, Ranking of Kings, and uh, um oh um we got Platinum End. We have Platinum End, and we also have um the Rebuilt Kingdom. Yeah, Bob, talk about like continuations from fall. Oh, from fall. Um, uh, Demon Slayer. Yeah, uh, Demon Slayer, jo- Jojo. Jojo. We'll be talking about that next week or whenever we watch all the episodes. Of what, Jojo? Yeah. I, 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 I can't because I, I haven't finished I haven't finished part five yet, dude. I can't. Uh, all right. Okay, I have so 19 we will episodes. Wait, so we will, we will wait until you're done with part five. Huh. Uh, yeah, I have 20 episodes of part five to go, and I just haven't had, found the time. I was going to on Saturday after I watched freaking what we're going to talk about momentarily, but, man, I had some Five Guys fries, and my gallbladder was fucked up. Like, I was in bed fucking, like, writhing in pain for a while until I fell asleep. Like, I went to bed on Saturday at, like, 1130 or something. Jeez. Like, it was fucking miserable. Like, I literally planned to watch that, and I was going to watch JoJo, and I was going to at least get, like, two or three episodes of JoJo in, and that was a fucking dub, so. 
But yeah, it looks like I got it's got Rank of the Kings, Demon Slayer, Platinum End, and Lupin as my uh, continuations. Fair, 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 fair. Right, so it's not terrible. Fair, fair, fair. Unrelated to anything that we've talked about, I saw because I was looking at hentai like earlier in the month. We're not reviewing hentai, damn it. <laughs> bro, I saw the first couple episodes of Redo of Healer Uncensored. Jesus Christ. I can't believe, I can't believe you thought that was a hentai. It, 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 it's on the hentai site. I know, I know. It's on hentai-dude.com, bro. <laughs> I know, but it's like, oh, man, I, got, I saw a sweet head. like, what was it? Oh, it's, oh, shit, it's Redo the Healer. It's Redo the Healer, bro. I'm like, god damn, bro. It's That's rough. That's fucking rough. It's just revenge porn, mostly. It is for sure revenge fucking porn. Anyway. Anyway. Basically, long story short, Ethan finally watched The Cure, and he shat on it, and there was heat from yeah, it almost was... everyone while I was watching the background saying, there. you're on your own. <laughs> I can't defend you. Dude. Just, just... Hold on. So I'm, I'm adjusting my mic. Sorry. It was loose and about to fall off, so I caught it before it fell off. Always technical issues here. I talked to Kiki. Uh, they're going up. Oh. Well, as long as it's not uh, Skype. Yeah, as long as it's not Skype. I don't know. Hi, hi, mochi dondeska. Mochi dondeska, Matthew sama. All right. Anyway, I can talk at least while I'm screwing this. <laughs> Screw. Right. Um. Anyway, so I watched the Kira. So here, first off, before I I rip into, I'm not once did I criticize the animation. I can respect the animation for its time in 1988. It is really well done. I can respect it 100% on how it's laid out. I can respect the music as well the music did a fantastic job of trying to add more to the aura of what was happening in in the story so you know the the creepiness or like the anger or whatever the case is like whenever you heard like the org like the the, the organ right because they did a lot of or- organs um, they, did, they did a lot of stuff yeah so i appreciated that you know what i'm saying um with that said i don't like anime like it's just fucking weird like as soon as i saw frankenstein children i was like nah this ain't for me literally as soon as i at the beginning like 15 minutes in i'm like okay biker gang that's cool you know i'm thinking i'm thinking like oh it i'm honest to god i thought it was gonna when i first like read the thing it said um fucking uh somebody like a, a kid basically gets revenge on society that called him weak uh a, a part of a biker gang right and i'm like okay so Basically, some kid gets, you know, bullied or whatever, and he goes crazy and fucking gets revenge on everybody that fucking fucked with him, right? I'm thinking, like, okay, it'll be like that. Maybe it'll be psychological from that aspect. I kind of expected the the gore that we saw. Gore lived up to that as well. I'll give that compliments. But once it got to, like I said, Frankenstein children and mind control powers and shit, like, I saw shit that I don't really give a fuck about, dude. Like, and so the story... You know, like I saw it and it just it was just weird like the whole time. And granted, you know, I was in pain because of my gallbladder by that point watching it. But like the whole fucking time I'm watching it, it's just it was just weird. Everything was just weird. I I can't express it in any other way. Like it was just it's not my shit. It felt weird. It, it was odd. It was just so goddamn odd. And like I get. I understand why people defend it so much because this is their introduction to anime in the West, and you know all the a lot of people that were commenting shit they they're fucking they they like dark shit they like Berserk and other fucking like dark well, psychological anime. Well, I like Berserk. It's, it's too much. I'll never watch Berserk because that's too. I don't want to see a goat get raped. 
I don't, or let me phrase it. I don't want to see a, a goat rape a fucking woman or whatever the fuck happens. I don't want to see somebody get like tentacle fucked and have their fucking their their uterus ripped out of their fucking thing and then fucking somebody vomits because they're shocked. Like I don't want to see that. The, not one iota of me likes that, dude. Not one iota will ever appreciate that. Like I don't like horror shit because I'm a pussy ass bitch. I'm a proud pussy ass bitch. I admit that shit proudly. Like nope, I'm a pussy ass bitch. I'm the f word when it comes to horror, and that's perfectly fine with me, bro. Perfectly okay as far as I'm concerned. I'll say, I'll say, uh, do not say that on the air. I'm not gonna say it on the air, but do not. Bro, <laughs> no, like I, I'll gladly call myself that in in out in the the air. Yeah, and that's fine with me. I don't do horror shit. I don't like any of that, bro. Like fucking dude. It was just. It's just odd. It's just odd. Uh, again, I also had talked to a couple of people about this. Uh, some people did say it does take... For some people, it takes a second viewing. You, like, get it a little bit. You do like to jump your words. Like, to go a little... You're like fucking Eddie Kingston. You don't stop. <laughs> because, I mean, you know, like, all right. So, you know, when I wrote the post, right, and I agreed with what Anthony said, it, like part of it was how I worded it. I shouldn't have said it sucked in general. Like I generalized that it sucked. I, and I, I should have not I, done I, that. I, I think it was just that as say people like this shit type of thing. That's like, well, yeah, people like the sci-fi stuff. Like in terms of sci-fi anime, this is one that... I just I, I never said how I never said like oh how the fuck do you people like this shit like I know there's a bunch of fucking weirdos out there that like that shit just like there's a bunch of people that hate on me because I like te fucking teen rom coms and and shit like that bro and I like slices of life that make me cry like and most, they don't want to no most people they're not they're they're hardened you know what I'm saying like they don't want to they don't care to feel any of that of those feelings or whatever the case is but you know like eh, eh, like I said I work I should have worded it better but. Yeah, that that was why people got pissed. Not seriously, you like full on. Not it's not for you. It's just the way you said it. It's like, and it turned to well, don't turn him back now. <laughs> Bring it. Oh, I, I mean, it was yeah, exactly. I wasn't gonna fucking stop. Like, bro, like I just it was. I gave it a two out of five, and just, that was like you know, and for that's blasphemous to a, a bunch of people that'll hear this, right? But it's just my personal thing. Like, I just it was weird. Like, I didn't appreciate like what I saw. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get the whole premise. Like, and it took somebody to, to tell me, like, oh, it's about, you know, a, a neo society and how, like, you know, the Japanese were still in fear because back in 1988, it was, you know, a little over 50 years since Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And you see, like, the, the beginning with the bombings and at the end where you have more bombings and things like that. And there's, like, right. you know, like this, this, this uh, dystopian society, you know, that's like basically kind of semi communist and fear of, you know, freedom of the press and freaking martial law and all of that. Like, I saw it, but like, because it was so fucking weird, I didn't comprehend it. And so when it was explained to me by Anthony and Brad, I saw that point, but I didn't appreciate it because it, everything else just stood out as just fucking odd. You know what I'm saying? Like Frankenstein children with freaking powers and, you know, some fucking dweeb that got bullied. Like, hey, I was always being told and now I'm the one. Man, he loses control of his powers. Like, that's not my shtick, bro. Like, no, no. So that's my two cents. Uh, Next up is Ghost in the Shell. I'm going to watch that with my other podcast hosts. Um, at some I, point. I will say, even if it is not 100% your thing, I still think it's still something people, anime fans should watch. Well, yeah, because, you know, at the end of the day, like, as I, I can, even though I hate the fucking premise of, like, oh, you should uh, watch your, what what built anime, what, you know, all that shit. Oh, damn, it was a good hit. Um, You should watch what freaking, what built anime. Like, I get that, but, you know. I said, I, I said, if you, whether you like it or not, it should be viewed at least once by anime. That's, that's all I'm getting at. I suppose. 
I am glad you finally watched it, though. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to watch Ghost in the Shell um, with my, my other podcast host. That's the next, like, old thing I'm going to watch. Um, people were talking to me about Evangeline. It's just, it's long, so I'm not going to watch it. That's, I'll watch it at some point. It is on the two-watch list. Um, I did. I just, did don't watch, just don't watch the uh, Netflix no, so um, I did watch uh, Cowboy Bebop in anticipation of the live action, which I haven't seen yet. Which, by the way, we can talk about briefly because I haven't seen it. And you've seen? Have you seen all of it, or have you only seen like part of it? The live action. The live action, yeah. I've seen clips. You haven't seen, so you haven't seen an official episode yet, per se. No, no, I'm watching Squid Game first. Once I'm done with that, I'm gonna go into. I mean, there's so many things I haven't watched, like Squid Game, Alice in Borderland. Like, I haven't seen any of that. Borderland's great. Squid Game's interesting, uh, but yeah, I will be watching Bebop. Yeah. After and I saw their I interpretation wanna, of Ed and um, I still want to finish freaking uh, Umbrella Academy, unrelated to anime. I still haven't finished it. I got to episode. I, I, honestly, I didn't, I didn't buy it. Really? I I didn't mind it. I got to episode six of Umbrella Academy and it wasn't bad. Like so. it, it just like looked okay. Like nothing that would hundred percent interest me. It's like eh, all right, let's skip it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I mean, other than the Marvel stuff, I would say that's probably like the last like non anime or sports related thing that i watched that's not star wars or or um right, right. or marvel all right it's, anyways uh we are do not have news today except for one uh for the you one piece degenerates the congratulations on hitting a thousand episodes yep you guys finally got a thousand episodes and with that you guys got a movie announced just called red well i mean i hear it's gonna be based off of like one of like a, a like a secondary character that they're going to flesh out more maybe did i i don't know if i read that correctly but... i don't i don't care enough <laughs> i mean i don't watch one piece one one piece is going to be the very last anime i watch on principle of it being a thousand fucking episodes hold on i'm, I'm just not gonna watch a period if i want if i if i was ever interested i'm just gonna read it yeah although you know it's worth noting on our podcast shout out to lucero one of the chicks in our group she fucking spent seven months seven fucking months watching it was like seven months right she spent like seven months binging yeah definitely months to be caught up respect to her for spending that that much time on shit anyway uh, anyway good for her Tadama! i was saying i think he died no 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 i was I like the, the, the sniper finally pulled the shot uh much pe- a lot of people would be happy hey charles Godwin got a touchdown it's good for my fantasy team oh no we hey. didn't we got stopped with the one god damn it sorry no i was reading about this, uh what's it called my friends are asking about seth rollins uh, anyway anyway um all right, stuff we are watching separately. We're going to be doing that. And uh, what you call it? Uh, no blue period this week. Uh, apparently, there was a production delay. So that is going to happen this Saturday. So that's- a lot of production delays because there's also a production delay. There was one the previous week. And then there's one now for the week after this ep- last episode that aired uh, for 86. And then um, Faraway Paladin also has uh, a delay and they'll be doing a recap episode Blech. um so one last thing to talk about yeah next week the next podcast yes exactly couple things thing, uh, uh all right i'm gonna start with uh loop in the third part six mm-hmm. uh it was a it was a two-parter episode from uh, last week and this week where uh, lupin is in a dream sequence uh, in the past uh he sees uh, people like zenigata jigen fujiko and Goimon. Uh, eventually, we find out in this episode that uh, Goimon was actually there with him, and they explained uh, what happened. And that basically, they were trying to go for a heist in this uh, factory, and they got and they got trapped. And because of this, their uh, subconscious was in this uh, flashback type of thing. Uh, so once Lupin figured it out, they had the guys uh, like release him, like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna blow everything up if you don't let us out of here." Type of thing. Like he had the, he had the termination code to blow up the whole factory. Mm. 
So, uh, so, but next week though, finally, we're gonna get more into the Sherlock Holmes stuff. Mm. After, after seeing the preview, so we're gonna get we're back on track with that after the last few episodes of filler to just do those random heists. I don't mind them, but it's more I want to get to the original story for what was going on for this one. Either way, so it is looping. You got you got laughs, you got everything. Mm-hmm. So good shit there. All the same. Uh Hike story. Uh looks like it is almost done. Cause then again, it got it got on like a three week head start. Mm. Unlike everyone else. So we're on episode 10, and this one was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh Biwa is actually finally going back to the Hike family to because basically she said she wants to tell there's the Hike family story. Since, since that's the title of the Hike story, the title of the anime. Mm-hmm. And now we know it's more Biwa wants to tell their story because she's been living with them for a, quite a while. So she knows about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God damn it, Sean. <laughs> it's fucking Sean. You need to write this second? I mean, we're already fucking balls deep into this one. So we'll we're, we're balls it. deep. There's a way. There, there's a way to expand your girth. <laughs> there's a way to go deeper even where Bro. no man has gone before have you ever had that happen where you're significant like, deeper like i only got so much fucking dick like I, it's not gonna go much deeper uh, uh one of my uh previous partners yes yeah like deeper like what the, the do you want me to fucking stick my hand in there too with my like wait why for a hot dog in there while we're at it or seriously goddamn bitch i only got fucking uh, so <laughs> much dick to fucking give right, you move it. Moving on, damn it. We can't get sidetracked this episode. (laughs) Four hours later. Football, Seth Rouse getting beat up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what talk the cakey has devolved into. Ah, We're tired. We need the laughs. It's terribly about it, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, Real unrelated. I freaking did a a pro workout with freaking with a bunch of pro boxers today. I'm fucking exhausted. That's why that's why I'm gonna try to get through these quick so we can just go to bed. Two hours later. Alrighty. It it probably will be at this point. We'll try this before midnight. But uh, anyway, uh, at the end of the episode, looks like it's gonna be the final battle with the Hike family and this uh, other empire. Uh, The episode ended where they're all at sea on their boats. It's like the battle's about to begin. So we'll find out what happens next on that cliffhanger. But great stuff all around. I'm curious to see what is going to happen with that going forward. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, now my yaoi for the season. Uh, night beyond the tricorder window. Is it really like more? Uh, is it like, is it implied or is it like actual yaoi? Like, you know, next season you're going to have, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, soccer, soccer tattoo. Yeah. Uh, no, like, right? it's, it's definitely in the genre of boys love, mm-hmm, okay. but they're not dating. But mm-hmm. but uh, they're like there's like there's still stuff there that seems like they are dating but not officially a couple. Mm-hmm. Like e- even the people around them are like yeah, they're they're totally dating. Mm-hmm. That that uh that type of thing. But um, uh, Erica is now working with uh like the vil- uh, the who we thought was the villain. She's working with uh Mikado and Hiwakawa mm-hmm. to get away from Mikado's father mm. or the sensei. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we got all that. Um, they were looking for. It was a. It was a simple thing with a Mikado and uh, Iwakawa. Like they wanted to go for the. They're all working on a case, so they see their spirit in this house, and then they can't uh, execute it. So that's why Mikado's like, we had to leave. Mm-hmm. And um, Erica goes back 
to the where the mother is with her, her bodyguard uh, Sasaki. That's right, Sasaki. And they're like, oh yeah, like where have you been all that? Have you seen your father? Like, no, I haven't seen father. But the father has mm-hmm. been with the sensei, the father, the Mikado's father, mm-hmm. the real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and then he starts like having and the Mikado's father stuff ha- having all these like little freakouts and all this like in his head. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to like he because he wants to curse his former wife because mm-hmm. he felt like she abandoned him, even though he's the one that left. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to curse her so bad, but I don't know her name type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like he's having that, like... But, because, again, he left because they had a kid. And the fact this whole curse thing that surrounds him got stronger when it was both of them. Because when it was just him, they weren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like, okay, we can't... Only one of us can, can live. Like, only one of us can live here. So he's the one that decided to leave. And now he's like... The fact that he just forgot his own wife's name after not being there for so long. And that's an interesting thing too. When you are when you are around him, you forget who he is once you're away from him. Mm-hmm. But Erica just that's why Erica doesn't know him as Sensei. And at the end of the episode, we see Erica with her Yamate mother. Sensei. Yeah, we see Erica with her mother and the bodyguard and you see Mikado's father right there, like like he's about to kill them <laughs> type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what the hell you think you're doing type of thing. So it's definitely getting interesting. A lot better than how it was in the first episode with the uh, forced innuendos and all this. But it definitely picked up. So I am definitely happy with it in that regard. And then finally for me, uh, Ranking of Kings. Mm. It is still so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, last week real quick. Just one thing. Uh, Kage came back. Mm. Uh, Boji's friend, uh, Shadow creature thing mm-hmm. and you find out what happened uh Bibin, the one that was chasing him in the first episodes was the one that says hey told kage to help boji mm-hmm. so the person you thought that was a bad guy really wasn't a bad guy mm-hmm. so i thought that was just him but he's he's dead now so it was basically oh yeah oh yeah i was told to help you and we're going to like we're going to the, we're going to the underworld basically to meet the underworld king mm-hmm. they meet the king it's like oh yeah we were told to come here uh, we were recommended to come here and the king was like, I ain't helping you. And he's a third ranked king. Like he's like the first strongest king in the whole mm-hmm. the whole world, basically. Mm-hmm. So okay, fine. I'll see what you can do. Uh you're gonna fight but the captain of the strongest guard. These people could destroy cities in like minutes, these people. Mm-hmm. So Boji hits the guard with his little wooden sword, it's like, he can't do shit. And then Kage's like, Oh, uh, like watch him dodge. He's really great at dodging. Alright, fine. So uh, he just tells the guard to, to attack him, basically, and Bodhi starts dodging everything. And he does, like, it's, he's like, even the captain's impressed. And he's like, oh, will you train him now? No. Like, he has no skills at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, he's dodging, but, like, in terms of power and strength, like, he has none of that. And then Kai's like, oh, yeah, we got this letter from Bibin, like, recommended. The king reads it, and he rips it up, saying, get the fuck out. And then, uh... They see a uh, Kage trying to cheer up uh, Boji because he's like upset about it now. And like, oh, they then Boji is like, it's like, yeah, yeah, that type of thing. And uh, uh, he starts trying to lift up a rock and he can't, like, as he has literally has zero strength mm. at all. So that's why he starts like, ha- he starts crying a bit. Kage tries to calm him down. And you see the captain come and saying, wait, you forgot your letter. Because I got a wild chunk. Like, didn't you actually read it? Like, no, why? It's for his brother, not the king. Mm-hmm. You want the prince. <laughs> I got it, got it, got it. So, so they actually go to the town, and uh the other side with Dida, you see where they left off, where he tossed the drink of his dad's blood on the ground, 
because the mirror told him to. It's like, no, I'm not drinking this because like, it's not. I want to be king in my own way. I want my own potential. So he's not really a bad guy in a sense. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just a snobby fucking brat. And uh, Appius, the spear guy that killed Bibin, he goes into the where they are. He almost killed Dida. He almost killed the king mm-hmm. until the mirror told him no. Then he recognized her voice. It was someone he that was someone that the king knew, Bozy knew, and that's why he's recognized all that. And then he's on her side now, mm-hmm. and he knocks out Dida and makes him drink the blood when he was unconscious. Mmm, tasty. Yeah, that. Mm, that's mm-hmm. a good McGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it ends with Boji and Kage going to the town to meet. They finally meet the prince, uh, Death Par, and credits roll there. Uh, great stuff, so I'm excited to see how the prince is going to be. Uh, I did find out about why Boji is like this. Uh, like what? It, like but disabled? Like all that. Like no strength, can't hear, and all that. I'm not going to get into that until mm. it comes up. <laughs> mm. Basically, because basically you, you saw a demon when the dad died. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me he got shook as a baby. No, 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 stop it, stop it. No, not what happened. I couldn't help myself. Basically, deal with the devil, and got fucked up. There we go. Okay, okay. Not shaking baby syndrome. Got it. No, no, you stop it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I believe that is it with me, since, again, no blue period. Even your turn. Because a blue period is always better than a red one. Yes. Um. All right. So, while on a Monday, and... um. Uh, do I not have uh, Ganabra? Oh no, we watched Ganabra together. Yeah, you have you have Banish Hero. Yeah, I see it. Six. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I was saying, like, yeah, you, you sure you got? It? Yeah, I got it. I'm thinking because I always group Tawawa and Ganabra together because they're five minute episodes. Oh, I forgot Visual Prison. My bad. <sighs> Fucking shit. Sorry, sorry. <sighs> Men Doxai. I forgot it for just a second. Fucking Baka Matthew. Oh yeah, Baka. Uh, anyway, uh, Hayaku, time, Hayaku, Hayaku. Hayaku. No, don't rush me, fucker. <laughs> you fuck. Uh, basically, as he gets a job, uh, he's working with the rivals, uh, Lost Eden, and Jetbirds are helping this work out a gig for the band. Like, is again, it's not a competition for ages, they need assistance. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, basically, his bandmates are cool with it. Uh, you see, you find out Mist is gay for Saga. Mm. Yeah, uh, he he loves Saga. I mm. I fucking god. <laughs> On some Saga Chimpo. Got it. Yes. Uh, basically, uh, you you do get backstory on Mist. Uh, like he was this wealthy billionaire who was uh, terminally ill, mm-hmm. and so he was like he was, so he was basically want to give his money to wait to someone like so certain investors. That's when uh, Saga eventually called them about what he wanted to defend. Like he said, he wanted to build his own continent, basically for mm-hmm. vampires. And then when they were talking, Mist basically got admired by him. And uh, he confesses up to Saga before falling to his death. But but Saga catches him. He's like, I can't give you that. But like, like, like he's not into men, but he wants him by his side type of thing. Mm. So he bites him, sucks his blood, makes him a vampire, and he no longer has his cancer. Mm. And uh, that type of thing. So that's why Mist is with uh, Lost Eden. That's why he's basically loyal to Saga, mostly out of everything. Uh, so uh, Lost Eden gets their hazard concert on the on the on the top of the tower. Big thing. Uh, Jack gets a solo, but the internet cuts out. Like all the ser- the servers were down. They like, got oh, shit. We got we got to stall time. So Mist finally gets his solo song. He sings that about his admiration of Saga without saying his name type of thing. But you knew what it was. Mm-hmm. So good shit right there. And Saga kind of had the feeling. So he had 
actually played his guitar with him while he sang. So I thought that was a cool moment. And then uh, servers got back up. They had their concert, and that's how their episode ended. Andy's like, "We're not losing to you," type of thing. Mm. And Saga's like, "So Saga kind of recognized Angie's potential because he got Julieta to come back from singing mm-hmm. in the previous episodes because mm-hmm. uh, Juliet Juliet basically kind of quit singing because uh, his uh, human friend died. Mm. That's why he chose not to sing anymore. Mm-hmm. But with Angie, he kind of gives us saying that's why all this is going on. The battle of, ho- of the bands has begun. Mm-hmm. It will take place on the Halloween on where they are. Uh, Lost Eden needs to win one more to have their basically their big wish. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, we got we're almost done with it. Uh, now I'm done. Still good shit. Okay. You can go now. Uh, are you sure? I'm not so sure. I may have to be positive. All right then. All right. So basically, I I don't, you know, I I can't really describe Tawala on a Monday because it's just, it's just silly etchiness at this point. Like, there's really no coherent story. The the episodes right now are focusing on, um, on basically a high school baseball player and her and his childhood best friend who is like an etchy model type of girl. So, um, it's cute. It's etchy, but it, uh, I don't know. It serves no purpose. It's just a fun little five minute thing. That's all I really can say about Sawawa. It's similar to Ganabre, but at least Ganabre kind of has a story with the Senpai Kohai thing that we'll talk about later. So, um, all right, we'll keep on going. Banished Hero. Banished Hero is, you know, getting really good, honestly. Banished Hero, um, it has one of the contenders for relationship of the season with Red and Rit. Um, there it's an adult relationship that's not over the top but like they're getting closer like now they've officially become a couple like you know she comes home from like work she comes home from from adventuring basically and you know he's there he's like oh welcome back you know she's like i'm tired he sit he sits down and she just jumps on his lap and like just grabs his arms and wants to cuddle like immediately like it's adorable it's not like you know that embarrassed like oh no I didn't mean that like type of like, you know, stuff like that that we see with other uh, couples. So it's refreshing to see. But basically with Banished Hero, as we said along, um, there's like I, will say, are... I did. I did watch two episodes with my friend put it on. <laughs> oh, really? But I'm probably not going to continue, but I'm like a time. But he, he did have it on when I was at his house. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Uh, no, it, I, for the first episode I saw, it was pretty cute. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gets better. So basically, the story as it goes, um, basically, there's like an illicit drug, narcotic, that's around, and it causes people to go crazy. And so they're trying to get to the bottom of it um, along the lines. I'm sorry. Let me phrase that. Also, along uh, the way, the uh, the the two kids that are there, um, Al and um, I forget the other kid's name now, but um, they get attacked because of somebody on the drug, and it's from like one of their like, I guess peers. And so um, at first, it it it, w- it didn't surprise anybody because they got bullied by that peer earlier in the season. But we find out during one of the episodes that he actually came and apologized to the boys, um, and said like, you know, it's not me. That's making. That's not you know. 
that's bullying you. It's my blessing. And so blessings are kind of like quirks in a way for like this anime. Right. Um, blessings give you like he has blessing of like the bar brawler. And so he basically wants to fight all the time and he's pent up. And if he doesn't like exude his energy or his blessing properly, then it leads him to be like stressed or, you know, take it out on people. So he's like, it's my blessing, not me. I apologize. I won't bully you. I won't hit you again for you know no reason, whatever the case is. And they're like, all right. So it puts into question what's going on. Meanwhile, um, one of the heroes, uh, one of the people from the heroes party, I think his name is Ganon. Um, he shows up in town and saves Ritz. Ritz basically gets attacked by um, like some drug dealers, and she gets like caught up in some shit basically, and she's about to get hurt. And Ganon comes and saves the day, and then was like, "Hey, you know, I came here for Red, for Gideon, uh, for Red, but you know, now that you're here, I bet you he found a place to call home. So I'm not gonna force him to leave this place that he calls home. Um, but you know, I still want to see him, and I'm staying in this like location, like this town, this nearby town, and basically all signs." point to like whatever whatever is the main like facilitator the main person staying in that town and so they're like okay we'll talk whatever um and she leaves to go back to the to their apartment and then uh gideon's like oh you know it's like the life is full of surprises and there's like a sinister like smile like face when he makes that so there's more than meets the eye there um meanwhile within the hero's party as they're away they find they go into the temple because they're trying to find the demon uh swords uh What's it called? The um the demon, the former demon king's like best weapon. And they defeat like some demons and a giant demon. And they don't find a weapon. They find a fucking airship. And they manage to man the airship and they're flying to someplace basically to end the episode. Um, but uh yeah, the episode at this point, they focus on the two parts. They focus on three parts actually, red and writ and their relationship, uh, the town's issues with the drug and the narcotic, um, and then um the heroes party so i'm not doing a good job of it because it's not fresh in my mind and i'm tired but in any case the story is getting pretty good um moving on scarlet nexus again there scarlet nexus's story is just it's getting better and better so like from a storyline perspective it's really solid from like animation and fight sequences and stuff it's okay um you're better off playing the the uh, the video game like i've said before because it's based off a video game but the storyline perspective is getting really good um basically um you guys aren't going to hear it because we skipped a whole bunch of episodes but uh kasane and yuito are reunited with their mother um and so they basically Kasane goes back in time using the red strings to um, basically save her mother and bring her back. Um, and so her and Yuito, um, they find out that they're steps that they're step siblings. And so um, not the type that you would see in one of those movies, haha. <laughs> but they're step siblings, and they basically spend time with their mother, and it's really nice. They kind of act like a mini family. And Kasane and Yuito, over the courses of the episodes, they get a little bit closer to like you know where they're like really cool with each other or whatever. Um, um, and so um, we find out that uh, that she knows about everything with the red strings and what's going on in a way because of the information that she gets from Babe. And so she tells them in order to like stop the Kunad gate, they have to use the power of the red strings and head to like this this junction within the gate. And they have to basically unravel the like shards of time. And these shards of time are basically places where people have like messed with the past. And so they go through each shard of time. They go to where they rescue the mother. They go to where um, Kasane goes into time 50 years in the future um and sees old yuito they fix that one and then the last sequence is um this 
Well, that is the last sequence, sorry. And they have like another one that they don't mention. But um, there's one more that they need to fix. And it's a recent one that Karen, who went back in time, that he fucked up. And they try to fix it and it attacks them. And they struggle to fix it, struggle to fix it, struggle to fight it. And eventually they do. And then they leave. Um, They return. They pass out. When they wake up, the Kunad Gate still exists. And basically um, their mother bids them goodbye and she leaves. Um, and they're all shocked and sad. And then um, one of the platoon members is like, hey, your mother left this message. And they listen to the message. And they're like, listen, I, I couldn't tell you this face to face. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said it. I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have said it. But basically, in order to um, really fix the Kunad gate, the final piece is myself. I have to go back to my time and I have to fulfill my destiny. My destiny is I need to die and basically get the information over to Togetsu. And so they can basically feed Babe. And so <clears throat> they said, you know, she basically said, like, you know, I'm so happy. I got to meet you guys and see you guys all grown up and see how successful you are. And you've left me so happy during my final days. And I can only hope that um, that you're that the rest of your lives will be fulfilled with the same happiness that you gave me tenfold. And it was very sweet. And that's basically how the episode ends from there. Um, but slowly but surely, they're trying to basically unravel the Kunad gate so they can save Yuito and um, figure out, you know, how to move on from there. So, again, the story's getting really, really good from that standpoint. Uh, moving on, um, Boruto. Boruto has been up and down because they're going through Chunin exams, another Chunin exam arc. It's like a mini arc. And so we get, <coughs> excuse me, we get a couple good episodes. <coughs> excuse me again. We get a couple good episodes. Um, we get a all right, so we get an episode, basically. The first episode we get is with um, Inojin and, um, I forget, uh, this guy, not Doki. It might be Doki. I forget his name. It's funny, Doki. Doki Choki. No, um, I forget his name. But anyway, it's the, basically the guy that acts like Kakashi. And that was a good episode. And then we get an episode with Wasabi and um, Iwabe. And that was fucking atrocious. That was a really shitty episode. That was really mid as fuck. And then now this last episode, we get Chocho and Sarada two best friends and that was fucking awesome basically they go back and forth and sarada you know she like she cares about her friend and she's like she hurts her and she's like i'm so sorry and that pisses off chocho because chocho's like i'm giving it all you have like all i have rather and you're not taking it seriously if you're concerned about me fight me whatever and she's like all right and so they fight and they go back and forth and then eventually they settle it um chocho goes with the super butterfly mode that's part of the akamichi clan and sarada fucking uses her fucking her our sharingan with uh, chidori and she beats uh chocho with the chidori and she wins the the fight and so um you know there's a nice little like you know thank you and they're sad and you know just with uh chocho and inojin who failed to become chunin and so uh, uh shikadai is still their only chunin but they're gonna basically you know they made like a little pact to wear their vest together or whatever and you know um in between all this boruto and mitsuki get caught up in like a little side mission basically um because they see amado get fucking abducted and so they tail him they tail him they tail him eventually they do find out that he really did get abducted by like a a rival nation and they want to basically use his powers they'll pay him and give him lab but he says that he's indebted to the leaf he doesn't want to you know turn his back on the leaf and that's that and so they basically say they're going to kill him and um uh mitsuki and boruto save the day save amado and amado's like hey aren't the shooting exams going on and they're like oh shit i forgot well we'll leave you here you figure it out and then they rush back and so the episode ends uh last episode of boruto ends with them basically getting back into the village and heading toward the arena so that way they can compete in the tune-in exams at this point they're they're them two haven't been called as well as um denki 
and uh, Subaki. Subaki is the the samurai from the hidden um, from the hidden the land of iron, rather. And then Denki's like the little geek that is going to use a scientific ninja tool to fucking fuck somebody up. So, um, regardless, um, we're in for a good couple episodes, I imagine, with those two because they're very unique characters and, and pretty good. But um, yeah. Oh, well, even though I talk shit about the fucking Iwabe episode with. Um, with uh wasabi we did get to see uh fucking a cat susano so that was pretty cool that was about the only cool thing all right very good (laughs) and finally i have two more um i can't say finally when i have two more uh honest to god you know bro in all sincerity you're not watching this and it's a shame otome fairy tale taisho otome fairy tale is my rom-com of the season thus far dude above komi above senpai's annoying they're relationship is just so fucking cute and you know you have to compartmentalize this because the setting is 1920s japan and the the main character the main boy character is i think 18 now and the main um the main female character is 15 um however she was bought but it's not like you know he doesn't beat her he doesn't rape her he doesn't do any of that like you know it's very wholesome like he's very wholesome with her she's super wholesome they don't do anything like lewd or even think anything lewd like it's very very sweet and wholesome and so basically um over the course of the the episodes we see them become closer and go through some trials and tribulations and stuff and uh uh tamahiko uh the main character he embraces becoming a sensei and he you know he doesn't have to go to school because he's basically a rich boy at this point he can like live off his father's money who's basically disowned him but they'll plan you know punish to to keep like subsidize him and so he wrote his father basically and he's like i want to go back to school like i appreciate being a sensei i want to be a teacher i want to you know expand my knowledge things of that nature and we see um we see yuzuki Yuzu, um, she basically is embracing like you know being a, an older sister to people and things of that nature. And um, again, it's very wholesome. They shared their first kiss on her fifteenth birthday because um, he she basically reiterates like, "Hey, I'm fifteen now, so I'm legal to get married, and I want to be married to you because I love you." And he's like, "I'm not the man that you deserve. You know, I can't even support you. I'm weak and weak minded, and you know, I, I will just cause you agony with being with me." But she still refutes that and wants to be with him because of how much he's grown and how like nice he is and how like caring he is and she they want to be together and it's it's very 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 wholesome as a whole just super duper wholesome um the episode kind of this last episode that for taisho Otome focuses on one of the boys that he teaches um he basically is supposed to go to tokyo to be like hired help but he doesn't want to go because he doesn't want to leave his family and he runs away and then uh Tamahiko basically tells him he finds him tells him like no it's okay it's okay like as long as you work for some good like employees they'll give you time off if you earn it and then you'll be able to come back and see your family that won't be the last time you see them blah 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 and there's like a reunion and it you know happily ever after from that standpoint but um it's good stuff dude honestly Taisho Otome is really a top-notch rom-com this season as far as I'm concerned so um you know there's still more to go we'll see how everything else shapes up but for now that's leading for me in terms of the rom-com of the season and then finally 86 um i can't so it's tough because like i said 86 has been going through these delays um they had a delay last week they aired an episode and it'll be a delay this week coming up so um they're stretching it out but um i can't express to you guys how 
powerful 86 is you know to like just in terms of even though they're free way more free than what they were when they were in the republic they're still looked at as monsters by the federacy um there's a part where they mention like you know like we want them to die whatever the case is like she made the general basically insinuates you want them to die and the head general said like you know if you took a look at the juggernauts made their old things if you look at the the combat logs from there you would be like scared out of your mind of what these kids have been through and what they can do and what they have done and what they are capable of and so that 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 that's why throughout this uh, second half of the season, they've been separated from one another because as a unit, they're just insanely powerful. And so basically going into like this final battle, no one expects them to live, you know, but uh, the head general goes into battle with them and she wants them to come back alive. Their adopted father from the Federacy, he's uh, basically the president, but because as the president, you know, he can be on any mission he wants to. And so he's part of this mission, observing them and saying, you know, above all else, we want you to take out what's called the Morpho, the giant, basically fucking uh, giant railgun. Um, we want you to take that out. And if you take that out, that'll basically seal our victory and the fate of the positive fates of all the countries that you're helping defend. But more than anything, we want you to come back alive. And that's much to the chagrin of all the people that hate the fucking 86 just because of how they perceive them as monsters. And so um, it's very powerful stuff. You have that. And then you also have Federica, you know, dealing with Shin because Shin is basically a psychopath in his own head. Um, he does it for the right reasons, but she, she's basically scared. She doesn't want to lose an older brother. She cries. It's very emotional back and forth between them about how they um you know the just the power and the the, the feeling of of this of this like I, I can't say unrequited love but like you know like a this feeling as nonchalant feeling of death you know as much as they don't want to die they're so accepting of it that this is their fate it, it they're not phased by it and it, it bothers a bunch of people that 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 they're not phased by this reality of a child soldier walking into their grave and they just accept it for what it is um so it's very powerful stuff basically the the episode ends it's pretty raw um all these people are sacrificing themselves for the sake of this mission they just hear the constant comms on the radio like you know screams and agony and death and people dying throughout their comms and meanwhile they're rushing into this final battle uh for the sake of the, basically the their their world and it, it's pretty wild when you really think about it so um again i'm not doing that explanation justice especially because we don't have a logical follow-up considering the episodes that we've missed but um i can't explain it any further at this current time than just the power like the episodes focus on the power of of impending death and accepting that you know that reality as a child soldier it's pretty fucking tough to to see that um but yeah anyway um that's it for me done and we're back all right now we're back back <laughs> now we're back back we got to touch on to cut that out. Uh, what was All that, right. a minute, an hour and six? All right, we're going to go with Aqua's Hope. Uh, we finally see, uh, what's her name, Kukuru? Yes, we see Kukuru finally start to get more and more <laughs> stressed out, as they mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, especially, uh, what's that guy's name? No, not not not, not the boyfriend, the uh, Tasuji, Tasuji, the supervisor. Oh, fucking uh, Skukancho? Tetsuji. I don't know his name. I just know him as a, as a, as like Skukancho or whatever. However you say director, assistant director. Yeah. Basically, he gives Kukuru a task of uh, planning a, uh, basically having a wedding project for the aquarium to mm-hmm. present. Uh, also, we see, 
OG back in this episode. We see we see Gramps again. <laughs> I swear to God, you said Boji. I was like the Boji. OG, OG, the OG. OG San, hi, hi, hi. Yeah, uh, we see him like uh, looking over a dolphin by the by the water. So I was like, okay, that's nice. And uh, you find out uh, Tingara is uh, taking care of it as well. A baby dolphin that got separated from its pack. It got differentiated. Basically, yeah, it's they're they're feeding him, making sure he's taken care of, not disturbed. They don't mm-hmm. bother him until he's the dolphin is ready to to go back to its family. <laughs> if it ever goes back, truly. I I think that didn't go back at the end. No. Did not yet. Okay. No, it not. did not. All right. Uh, basically, it's a it's a most overall to show in Kukuru this being stress of all the products she's taken on mm-hmm, that the mm-hmm. directors are telling her to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you actually see it bite her in the ass when they actually go present her tiny ass. <laughs> <laughs> tiny ass fixed eyes. Wait, what can you see? Hey. Hey. Uh, they were able to present the project, and then the wedding planner is like, Oh, uh, this is good and all, but what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Uh, why are we taking care of the fish? We got to take care of the people that want to be wed here. Mm hmm. And then uh, Cuckoo starts trying to explain stuff, and while well, it can't get it shut down, like, no, fuck you. <laughs> uh, it's about the people, not your stupid fish. And Tetsuji, while seeing Cuckoo up, says, like, yeah, this was bound to happen. Don't worry. We knew it was going to fail. But now we know what they want to so go have a cataract when they want to do it again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you see OG at the restaurant with Akira. Ah, <laughs> you hate that. <laughs> Basically, they're at the. Old shop, the restaurant, like reminiscing, like, hey, yeah, how's how's the crew doing? How are they interacting with everyone? Like, oh yeah, they're, they're fine and all that. Oh, I am skipping something. Sorry. Uh, OG tells Kukuru that uh, Ting that uh, Gam Gam is being demolished, and she should make time to go see it. And she doesn't want to see it, basically. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't get that like feeling. Like she gets depressed thinking about it, but there's never an indication like she doesn't want to see it. I think it was more of as she saw she would break down. Yeah, but she still, there was still like a desire to, you know, yeah. see that chapter of her life, you know, in one way or another, basically, you know. She did see it at the end, but like it was already demolished. Like she didn't see it being taken down. Like it, it was already, the damage was mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. But I think it just her going there made her realize like where she basically started. Mm hmm. Thing. So despite her being stressed out with everything going on with the job she didn't really want, I think this is gonna. I think I think it'll motivate her the next episode. Well, no, because she's depressed. She basically didn't make time. She didn't make time to see it while it was still in one piece. And when she rushed and she got there, it was already destroyed. And so it's basically kind of like a message to, it not a message, but like it basically relates that you know every part of Kukuru's like world is basically falling to bits like you know, all of a sudden dream, like rent, yeah like, her dream job she's not in her dream job her the job she's working so hard at she's failing um you know she's struggling with her mental health clearly um she was the one thing that was helping her distress the dolphins she couldn't partake because she needed to be responsible um and then the one place that she called home is no longer there and she has to revisit those feelings that she was feeling prior to um you know, the end of the first part of uh, of of the the season of the show. 
So that's why when she she doesn't show up to work the next day because she's just depressed and, you know, whatever else we're going to see. But um, I like I appreciate, you know. All right. So from my perspective, like part of me is just like, suck it up. Fucking adulting sucks. Get over it. But, you know, she's still 19. And so, you know, I find a, a relation to her because, you know, I get stressed with my job. And when things don't go right, like I feel like a little upset um, because of my work and stuff. But at the same time, like I'm, you know, a 30 year old man. So I'm used to I'm, I don't know, I'm a- better able to equip or let me phrase, it, I'm better equipped to handle what's going on right now versus Kukuru, who's a 19-year-old girl, uh, and she's just, you know, hasn't experienced life. She's in her first adult job, and she's in such an unfamiliar, like, environment. Um, it's pretty wild, like, when you really think about it, when it really is broken down. And so you kind of get an understand why she's, you know, crumbling the way she is. And so um, I'm sure fucking Fuka is going to save the day, like she always does, and, you know, get break her out of it and... That'll be that. So we'll see, though. Okay. I think this is one of the better episodes for the second half. Yeah. Like, it, it's still the weakest. It's not. Yeah, it's not as good as the first half. I guess that that's just going to depend on how it ends. You know what I think as well? I think it's because we had the false pretenses that it was going to be a Yuri. And so when we find out it's basically not a Yuri, kind of like, oh, it's depressing. No, it's just more. I don't care about Tingara. <laughs> Tingarla, whoever Ting- fucking named it, Tingarla. Tingarla, whatever. Well, I, basically, I don't, I don't give a shit about that aquarium. Yeah. I, I think the only new character I liked was E.G., the fish freak. Yeah, he's weird. I mean, yeah. it's aesthetically, it's fucking fantastic. And, you know, the animation, it's going to not win animation of the season because there's so many other animes that have fantastic animation this season. But it's visually such a stunning anime. And Tingarla is just in the, it's a fucking uh a ode to the beauty of wildlife every time i see the fish i see tingarla i see that 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 fucking uh environment it's stunning but you know what i think it's missing and you know you know now that i think about it they wouldn't shock me at all if we see kukuru in a rut and she's out by the fucking by the beach somewhere and two things are gonna happen she's either a gonna have a vision like from uh like from Gamma Gamma, or they may finally introduce that uh that weird like childlike deity that kept eating the fish heads. We keep seeing it in the opening, so it's gotta play some. It has to. Yeah. It, if the fact that it followed Kukuru and Fuka to where they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if nothing gives with that, then that's a complete waste. Yeah, that would definitely take it down a notch. I mean, as it is, like, you know, I honestly think that the second half is a, a three out of five. We gave uh, the first one four out of five, and this yeah. is a solid three. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, because it ended strong for that those last few episodes of that half. <laughs> it did. No, it really did. And um, with a bit of breaking news, uh, I sh- we forgot to cover this in the, la- in the, the last segment with our news and notes, but um, My Hero Academia released a uh, new visual for season six. And uh, it's going to be uh, you see on one side, on the right side, you see Shigaraki and uh, he's like a shadow form and he looks pretty wicked. And on the left side is Midoriya in 100 percent fucking uh, plus ultra Detroit smash mode. It's going to be fucking epic, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw that poster. Uh, we had no release date yet, but I'm excited for when that actually comes out. Yes, indeed. Sure. I am too. I cannot fucking wait. Uh, yeah, uh, again, it's also in its final arc. So in the manga, so it's 
it's a wild ride. I can't wait to when they eventually get there. Season twelve. <laughs> no, no, I I think seven or eight. You think it's gonna be like seven or eight? Yeah, if I'm being honest, it's sort of probably gonna be around there. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, moving on. Now the actual fall shit. Now that Aquatuff's got us. Right. Uh. All right. Gambari Doki Chan. Ganabre. You keep fucking it up. Uh whatever. It's etchy, but not really etchy. So the, you still got to say the fucking name, right? Ganabre. Ganabre. Ganabre Doki Chan. Ganabre Doki Chan Sama Disney. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, yeah. With Doki Chan, it was a little quick one with uh, Senpai inviting Doki Chan and Doki Kun to the pool. Uh, Doki Chan assumed it was basically a uh, a day for just both of them. So you find out Senpai's there and that other one. A fucking stupid Chan. Uh, Kohai Chan. Fucking... Yeah, you know, she, I swear, bro, like she fucking irks me because she just she just sounds so like dumb. I hate fucking characters that just sound fucking dumb. She's, she's a Valkyrie. Huh? Yeah. Intact. Is she really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Bro, because we had talked about this before. I swore and, she was and, the same and, voice and, actor and, as. And, and she's Nagatoro. Get the fuck out. No, she's not the other one. She's Naga, Nagatoro. Is she Nekotoro? Yeah, she's Nagatoro, yeah. Bro, I really... Oh, she is. No, not Nagatoro. I'm talking about the, the stupid one in Nagatoro. No, kind of... no, no, no. She's, a, she, she's actual Nagatoro. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Um, nah. That's some range. That is definitely some range. And she's also Shaltier from uh, Overlord. Oh, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I see Shaltier. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> well, there you go for that one. There we go. That resemb- that, that, that's, there's a resemblance, goddammit. There we go. Uh, but again, it was that uh, Doki Chan buys the swimsuits and does for so Doki Kun could notice it. He's very shy about it. She gets a little pissy, throws something at him, like compliment me instead of just looking. And he, Love me, goddammit. Yes, that. And of course, he he gives her a compliment when they're not at the pool and through text. And she gets pissy, saying, you could just done it while we were there. But eventually she gets happy as like, all right, I'm going to feed the kitty then. And she feeds the kitty. We're going to go have these on a snack because I'm a fat ass. Like, fucking a lot of women that are skinny nowadays. Right, right. But uh, I got another short one. It was cute. It was harmless. Uh, any any other thoughts we move on for that one? Nah. Moving on. All right. There we go. Like, who cares? There we go. All right. Uh, we're going to go with Comey Can't Communicate. Comey. Ah, uh, yeah, this, this is this is a free fighter in this episode, like well, three different side stories. Yeah, that's what I was, you know, I was saying that to you before. I was like, you know, it's really tough, like when, especially when I write my reviews on my anime Instagram, yeah. AI underscore anime twenty four. Um, it's hard for me to write those, like, just because it's like you, it's I, I don't know, I guess it's a Netflix thing. You ever notice that? Because like basically, you get like you get a main story for the episode, and then you get like a, a side story and then you get a a, a a continuation or a follow-up to the main story in essence uh with blue period it, it's, it's just the consistent one episode like a normal anime no oh, well i mean it's, i thought i say all netflix episode animes are like that but well, you know, they'll definitely, definitely house husband because it's basically chapter for chapter of how it's drawn yeah uh I, yeah this is kind of how it is in the kobe manga too so yeah, I don't know. I like you could call me and then well, no, I can't even say that. I was gonna say I was gonna say uh what's it called? Um Record of Ragnarok, but not really. 
Record of Agnostic. Oh, uh, we're not talking about that. <laughs> still, I'm still peeves with that. Uh, I don't know. It's not that bad. Uh, well, for you. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Right. Fucking but, but moving on. Uh, first part. Uh, Osada and Tanero try to go like Comey's house, and then we finally see Comey's mother, mm-hmm. who is nothing like Comey. Mm-mm. She's a forever 17. She's happy that Comey actually has friends over. She's also hot as fuck. I was, she's oh, yeah. in MILF. Yeah, she's like, she has a figure of Comey, but older and shorter hair. And way more talkative. Yes, that, and that they're almost identical. Uh, it's actually cute when she kind of embarrasses Comey a little. <laughs> and you just see her with like the fucking like bird eyes, like, oh, they're like, they're like, they're like, stop, like, stop talking. Oh. Uh, there's this cute. This Okasa, Yamate. Yep, nope, can't say it. She can't say it. Hasukashi. I mean, you figure she, she would be able to talk to her parents, but not even that. She's that shy. Well, it's because other people are around. But yeah, no, yeah. you see that toward the end. She doesn't even really, you know, talk to them like that. Yeah, I, I, the, the whole family is different in so many ways. Again, Kobe wants to talk, can't talk. Kobe's mom wants to talk, does talk. The father doesn't want to talk, but talks, and the brother just doesn't want to do anything with talking. Why am I existing? And, and pretty much, he's he's in that he's at that out of the edge phase, right? Yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, Osana uses his opportunity to leave them alone while they just spy on the two through the door. Like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom, not really, but yeah, but I mean, bro, she's she's playing a good wingman, bro. Wing girl, wing man, wing they. Look, look, look. Osana, you say wing this... day for like for non-binary. Do you say like wing day? You know, I gotta I gotta ask my partner about that. <laughs> it's not wing man, not wing girl. Is it like it's wing day? I said I I'll 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 get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh wing Najimi. <laughs> we'll go with that for now. <laughs> wing human. Wing human. There we go. Uh they take a picture, like it's a cute picture. No, you don't know that until after the fact, bro. When she leaves. But I'm saying, but you, that's kind of what I said. Like, just fight on them, make sure they're okay, but they're still awkward as fuck, even when Osana is not there watching them. Because they're shy. Komi's shy, and and Tanano really likes her, but doesn't want to. He's more understanding and patient of her. He's more what? Understanding and patient of her. Like, like, I don't, I don't talk, but if you want to talk or whatever, like, like, no rush. Well, because he doesn't have that many friends himself, and he, you know. Well, he, he knows his place. He's the background guy. He's not supposed to exist. He knows if he plays his card right, he's getting Monko. Exactly. You know, I wonder if he fucks Comey. Does Comey moan? Well, I I would assume so because it's not really talking. Not like she's gonna say his name. But she doesn't verbalize anything. She'll probably do like like the small mumble moans. <laughs> you know what is it like fucking a mute person? Yeah, yeah. I I can't answer that because I don't know any. <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> you'll probably you'll probably get grunts. <laughs> <laughs> Arousal grunts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm trying to do this out and I can't because I'm laughing right now. Right. <laughs> uh, but that was that was part one. Holy shit. Uh, part two, we see the fucking mutt, Himiko. The fucking because, mutt. How uh, dare Os- you? Because Asana talks How about that. That's Comey's faithful companion. How dare you call her the fucking... She's a dog. Needs to learn her place. Fucking oh. trash. Oh, she's not trash. No, no, but she has to learn her place. You can't you can't treat her like people. Oh, Lord. She's a sub. You treat her like shit. No, stop. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> she has to learn. You gotta break them. Oh, 
And Cubby's the one to do it with the silent treatment. Mm-mm. Nope. No, sir. No, sir, Bob. No, sir, Bob. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Osana suggests they all go out to eat. Uh, Hibiko overhears, like, oh, uh, you should try Robin. I know this great place. And apparently, yeah, this is a popular place. It's like an overcomplicated thing. You got to go to the computer, type, push buttons on what you want. You can't talk. Yeah, apparently there's unwritten rules of uh, of ramen eating. You know, you order fast, you don't talk, you sit patiently, you eat all your food, you thank the the, the chef for the meal, and then you leave quickly. Yeah, so this confused Asana and Tadana. Well, Komi's a pro at this because she hasn't had to say anything. Yeah, Komi doesn't say shit, and Tadano and uh, and uh, yeah, and the, the only time like... and the only the only time you do talk is what topic you want on. And right. uh, Comey was a uh, very, of course, Comey was being Comey and the guy and the ramen guy was like, yes, I understand. I got you. Yes. Uh, it gives her like, say no more. Her, yep. They say no more, fam. Uh, say no g- more, fam. Gives her this great bowl, like very nice looking while Himiko, Osana and Tata is like the same, but like pile like a mountain of random toppings, no ramen, no broth. <laughs> No, it's in there. It's just buried. It's like very the- buried. It's like all like soaked up now. You're just eating a bowl. <laughs> Of just random food, not really a soup robin type thing. They mentioned at the end because they were like they were like shocked. Everybody was staring at Comey eat, including all the fucking patrons who have seen yes. this goddess eat this ramen so eloquently. Yes. <laughs> and they just stared at her. And freaking um, what's her face? Our mutt. Yes, Himiko. Himiko. She's like she eats her food and she's excited, like, oh, Oscar Sama, whatever, you know. Yes. And then uh, and now everyone's stuffed. And uh, no, Kobe... they didn't they didn't even chance get a chance to eat their food. They were like, oh, soggy noodles. Sad face. But they ate but, it. The, but, but and then like, they were super stuffed. Yeah, they, they were all super stuffed. Comey enjoyed herself. Osana's like, I don't want to eat ramen again. They find out a week later, they all go to ram- that same ramen shop. Mm. I'm pretty sure they got a correct order this time. So I don't think that was a wrong order. I just think that they. I mean, like, they, like, they, uh, like, uh, like, now they know what they're working with. Yeah, you know, they just got to make sure that you just don't eat anything for two days before you go there. Yeah, so it's maybe never again. <laughs> You're right. But uh, what you call it? Uh, the third <laughs> one. You see, Tyler no put his shoes on. Class is over. There's a rain. Uh, Comey standing outside, and uh, Osana left the note saying, oh, I took your umbrella. Basically, took you. your umbrella. A thief called in for Najimi. Yep. And then, uh, so because of this, Comey offers to share her umbrella with Tadano when they walk together in the rain. With the yes, umbrella. I love this because she's just like, he's so, at first he's nervous, and then he opens up and he's having a casual conversation. And, you know, she looks at him with like intense. And oh, we forgot to mention when she took the picture. <laughs> Yeah. So Najimi takes the picture, sends it to Komi and says, don't worry, I won't sh- send it to Tarano. And Komi goes to her mother <coughs> and wants a frame <laughs> and wants a picture frame. And Komi's mom is all excited. Oh, you never asked me for anything like that. OK, I'll buy you a picture frame. Presumably she's going to frame the picture of her and Tarano. And freaking uh, as you see Tarano talking to her as they're walking in the rain, both their shoulders are wet. And you just see them like you just see Komi just like intently staring at her like you know i'm so fascinated by this human who is my friend and i appreciate him so much and i feel this endearment of, of care and, and love in some capacity and it was very right nice, you know right, right. and so they go basically they stop at a convenience store and because yeah, they're uh, soaked now because <laughs> they're soaked yeah so tadano buys himself his own umbrella and then he buys a, a three pack of towels and offers Comey a towel so she takes the towel and wipes it off and then he asks Comey, like i have a qu- random question like did you happen to notice that note and stay purposely because you saw that I didn't have an umbrella and Comey basically acknowledges that she did and Tadano's like Nani? 
And then the credits roll. <laughs> and then credits roll. But this again, well, it's funny. It's cute. Time. That was the end of the episode. The credits were rolling though the whole time. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There was no after credit. Yeah, I like you know I really like though when 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 they do that when animes do that where they'll roll the after credit during the credits. Yeah, you know what I mean. And maybe we'll get the song. Like we'll get the closing song. Maybe not, but you know, still. Right. But either way, it's still <laughs> it's still a fun time for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Uh, but yeah, good shit as always. They hardly ever disappoint. Moving on, far away paladin. It was, eh, it's getting okay. Yeah, we've all been swindled. You all thought the archer, the elf, was going to be a girl, but nope, he's got a fucking chimpo. No, no, it, it's a guy. Menlador is a guy. He's a nigga. God damn it. <laughs> God damn but it. Anyway, he and William G. Merryblood. Escobar the third. Escobar the third. One <laughs> Manuel Lopez Vieira. Like the Esquire, everything. Oh my god. Uh they they go to the village where the villagers were uh being were like being slaughtered by the demons to exercise yeah, the demons. The village is fucking fucked to shit, basically. And uh there there was no struggle with this. Like they made quick work of the demons because you know, William's kind of OP because, you know, he fought Stagnus. So these guys are basically nothing. Bro, I mean, he, he fought demons for, like, the better part of his fucking childhood. Yeah, and he was taught by blood. <laughs> yeah, he's like, and, I, like some kids and, play. And Augustus. Some kids play in a field. Some kids, you know, they, they read. Some kids watch cartoons. And uh, and and one gets drunk with their father to watch to see their mother's tits. <laughs> yes, after fucking slaying a whole bunch of fucking demons. Exactly. That, that was his reward. <laughs> You killed 4,000 demons. Your reward? Your mother's tits. And a wet dream. <laughs> and a wet dream subsequently afterwards. Yep. Uh, well, well, we'll get to wet dreams later with a different, <laughs> with a different episode. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Metaldor and William make a quick work with the demons. And then you see all the people that were killed become like basically undead. Mm. And one of them was Metaldor's brother. Yes. And he's talk- he's like talking to like, like hey, I-, I stayed hidden like you told me to and all this shit. And like they were talking like it was like a normal conversation. And then the brother starts talking about how he's getting tired. Mm-hmm. And then w- this is where William uses his paladin stuff to basically send him to the goddess Gracefield to guide him to the lights. <laughs> yes. And you're forgetting that like he turned away in like disgust and it made her- his little brother sad. Like, like, you know, why did you turn away from me? <laughs> And um, what's it called? And uh, Will basically said he's just tired. Like you know, he doesn't mean yeah. that. He loves you, like right? And it, like he like he made it comforting too. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Afterlife. Yeah, and that, yeah, that was you know very sweet of him. Yeah, uh, I actually like. I, I know like it's a little bit religious because of the, the whole palin thing. It actually works because yeah, I was t- I was saying that to you the other day. I was like, you know, like it's I like paladin because you know there's a lot of animes that they they play off of religion. You know, like the you know Kamisama or believing in a deity or something like that. Yeah. And with Paladin, it's you know it's the whole basis of the show. Like he is not OP without religion. Like and everything that he does is for his religion. Like it's yeah, it's next level religion, which is well, so that that's it's the unique way the, in its way, even if it's yeah. Because again, that's boat. the way of the Paladin. That's in any way when you do like RP that doesn't drag type and when you choose the Paladin class, that's how it actually is right right, so right. I, actually, I actually like that they portray that well yeah as again like basically before you got on your own like you gotta train you gotta know your stuff like 
fighting, magic, smarts. When you're ready to go on your own, like, use your own god goddess to worship. <laughs> and there's plenty. <laughs> Indeed, All right, there are. Uh, we also see a ghost. We see Granny. We see Melendor's Granny. Oh, Basan. Yes, and she's like talking about, hey, you used to be a, you were a fucking little shit. First you had problems, then you're doing this, like you were robbing, you're killing. I didn't raise you to be this way. Fuck you. You're grounded. <laughs> if, I was you alive, if, if I was alive, I'd kill myself again. Wow. No, she did not say that. <laughs> no, she didn't. <clears throat> she did not say that. Commit Sudoku right now. <laughs> he wanted to, bro. He was so upset. I know. He, you know, he was kind of ready for that. He's like, fuck it. I'll just do it. Get it over with. Yeah, but when she says all this shit, like he's like, he's starting, he's starting to fully reflect on it. Yeah. He has like little breakdown. Yeah, he collapses in front of his, you know, grandma and he breaks down. And, you know, his grandma looks over to Will and says, you know, like, take care of this little schmuck. You know, he's he's a schmuck, but he's, he's my a, schmuck. but he's 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 a good boy. He's, he's a just, good boy. He's a, he may be a schmuck, but he's a good boy. And, you know, Will's like, yeah, I'll take care of him because, you know, I got nothing better to do. Yeah, I got no friends. Much. Yeah. And, and once that happens, he disappears and he gives Gracefield more sacrifices. <laughs> Not more sacrifices. You know, I made myself chuckle because it's funny you say that. I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I was like, Grace Field has not worked as hard in her fucking life. She has not worked well, nearly as hard. Like, literally, she, she, like, she, Will, she gave Will power, and Will has sent, like, every soul on this fucking planet to her. Like, oh, 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 again, she was bored because she's basically making bread once a day. No, she wasn't the one making the bread. That was matter. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, Mary would pray to the to the Earth Goddess Matter, and Matter yeah. would basically burn Mary alive. Like you fucking betrayed me. Yeah, cause, yeah, because she chose someone else because of her new life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, was I not supposed to say that word? Oops, that slipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah My bad, Sean. For that. My bad, Sean. It slipped. All right, just well, warn him ahead of time. Warn him ahead of time. Like my bad. Yeah, but uh. During that, once that happens, they both go back to the other village. And they say, oh, it's safe. People are dead. They're gone. You can go back now. So the villagers go there. Uh, they saw like the village is like crumbled, destroyed. They give the fallen a proper burial. And then they go to the last party. They're in celebration. Party. Yeah, in celebration of getting their village back and in memory of their dead. And, and yeah. to thank Will for yeah. clearing out their village and getting it back for them. They're like, and yeah, then, let's get uh, shit-faced. Yeah. Yes, and then uh, William and Melador are outside. Uh, he talks about wanting to devote his life to his goddess, Gracefield. Like, he wants to be part of that. He wants mm-hmm. a, a he wants to atone for his sins. And right, and William believes this is the way you could do it. So he blesses him with the with the Gracefield. Feel the grace. Feel it. Feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like I see the light. <laughs> it's so deep. There's a way. There's a way to go deeper with your girl. I will show you, bro. You know, you ever been with you ever been with someone and they say like more, get like deeper, deep, like bitch. I only got so much dick. I can't go deeper. Ah, uh, yeah. Years ago, when I was a lot more active with the uh, sexual advances. <laughs> oh, I think you say years ago when my dick was smaller. Now it's bigger. So <laughs> hey, I don't have that problem anymore. hey now. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, some people throw a hot dog down the alleyway and it goes far. Uh, again, William will show the true potential of how to go deeper. There's a way. Jesus. <laughs> Expand fucking... true girth. Oh my God. Like, baby, deeper. It's like throwing a fucking pebble in the ocean. Goddamn. Yes. Skip rock. 
Uh, so after that, they go back to the party. Uh, they get shit faced, and when William talks about how he finally made a, he made his first friend during his travels, and then the episode ends. So uh, there's definitely has to be a season two since this is almost over. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They got a lot more to go. Exactly. There's a, there's a lot they need to cover. Indeed. But, uh, but yeah, good stuff. All right, now to the next. Uh, Senpai is annoying. <laughs> it's a cute episode. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. It, it was it was more about the uh, backstory of uh, Igarashi and uh, Natsumi. Yes. And their friendship. Yes. And and, and uh, Igarashi talked about like, ah you rude like I had a bad impression of you the first time because I met you. You said I was gonna walk into class. So you turned it was the arcade. I was like my first day of school. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but they eventually they start talking during the, when they actually are in class. And he attends class. <laughs> Uh, so basically, yeah, first they tell the story to uh, Sakurai and her little brother. And yeah. also, she's doing it at the same Yuto. time. What? Yuto. That's his name? Yeah, Yuto-chan. Okay, Yuto and Toko. Okay. And Manko, what? Yes. <laughs> Mangeko. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, basically Igarashi is telling the story to the Sakurai siblings and Takeda in a separate in a separate day, basically. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you find out from uh, Igarashi, she wants to go to art school. And Natsumi, she's like, oh, I think about ditching, but she also thinks think about doing track. But she also has second thoughts about it because when she was a kid, uh, she got picked on when she got tripped just because she was better than the guy who was trying to race. She was trying to race. Mm-hmm. So basically, she doesn't want to get in get that feeling again. So Igarashi convinces like, hey, but if he doesn't enjoy it, then do it type of thing. Mm. But because you like it. And then we get to the fact that here comes these two guys and a little girl. Uh, the two boys start to bully Igarashi for her drawings. Like, oh, you're like, what's this? Like, it's a bear. You call us a bear? It's trash. Fucking trash. Uh, because of this, they also take the they also take the notebook, which uh, which made her very upset because that's something that's very precious to her. And who comes in? Natsumi tripping the chair to trip the kid, grabs the notepad. Oh, she's savage. Oh, yeah. The whole savage. A whole seven. After that, she just punches him in the face, and that was satisfying. And she didn't get suspended, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so nothing, nothing warms my heart than children getting punched. Yes, because more children definitely should in real life. Especially like that, they need to get some, knock some sense into them. I hate people like no fighting doesn't solve the bullshit. Fighting should fucking solve a lot of the world's problems, bro. Like you got a problem, fucking slug it out, bro. Like, defend yourself. Seriously, bro. Just <laughs> shank them. You're eight. Just say you don't know any better. <laughs> that's all play it off you'll be fine kids are fine once you're 12 you're on your own but anyway 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 the kids come back eventually they apologize like they didn't they had no idea it meant as much to them and they talk about how they want to join the baseball club but they also suck after see hearing them say like they just that she joined the art club because she just liked to draw they like, okay maybe yeah we were dicks fuck us nah not literally. Stop it. <laughs> and so uh, then uh, at school, Natsumi and Igarashi, they start talking to each other. It's like, oh, yeah, we're friends. Like, don't the, you, you, you want to call me Chanik? You just say my name. And they become friends. And then the Fudaba is like, hey, uh, you want to join our club with me? He's like, yeah, no, we already got a club. I got track because someone told me if you like it, just do it. And then we get to the Sakura Festival party. Sakura Festival, yes. For those who don't know, Sakura means cherry blossom. Yes, so not, they have not, a cherry blossom. And not, not, it's beautiful. Not the, not, not the trash ninja. The Not the trash ninja. Not my nickname. <laughs> not my nickname in the group because I fucking hated Akira. 
We already talked about that. Move on. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. And no, but uh, before we continue, you know, the, the that whole like scene was just absolutely beautiful. Truthfully, oh, yeah. you know that? Like the Sakuras and like the way that they did the um the way they did the scene was very, very, very pretty. Like it was really well animated. And yeah, it was I, I'm a sucker done. for you know, anytime I see fucking soccer trees and fucking like the three things that I love in anime, soccer trees, uh snow, Yuki. And um, fireworks, Hanabi. Yeah. Sorry, my mic was about to fall off. So if you hear some random, I was like, all right, no, no, I tightening hear, I my mic. Sorry, Gomen, Hontoni, Gomen, Asai. I can hear you. I can hear you just fine. Uh, basically, uh, you see, you see, uh, Kazumba and Sakurai together. Of course, you stare at tits. They're, you know, they're a better couple than fucking senpai and fucking uh, Takeda. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Takeda and sorry, Takeda and Futaba. Yeah, like after the Valentine's Day episode. Yeah, one hundred. I'm sold. They're the better couple. Yeah. So I want to see, hopefully get more growth of that. I love how the co-workers are not questioning why is she with Kazuma. Because well, they don't they're just, with her. They're then, stupid and they don't realize it. Well, they're also drunk. No, only two of them. <clears throat> but uh, two of them are like next level shit faced. Oh, yeah. Well, but we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, the boss decides to sing horribly. And then one of the co-workers is like, you got no show. Why no don't you have show? show? Like he's like dr- he's that drunk, God, dad. And it's funny like, because at the beginning of the episode, they're like, "You're gonna have a drink with us, right?" He's like, ah, "I don't really feel like drinking. I don't drink a lot." Like, no, have a drink with him. And, and now you know why he, he doesn't. <laughs> and now, yeah, now we see why he doesn't. And he proceeded to not have one drink, but fucking like seven different drinks we'll of get five different we'll, alcohol. We'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> but uh, while while that's going on, uh. Igarashi and Takeda, they're talking. Uh, say, oh yeah, I know you. I know you like to draw because I saw your drawings, like the drawing you made for me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know much about art, but I would like to have you draw something for me. And so Igarashi's like, mm, if you insist, fine. like fine. And then you hear more awful singing from the guy that wanted more show with uh, Suki Shiro, the uh, the lazy one, but the one that wants vodka instead of water. And that Bro, she's a. such a miscreant. It's Yes. So she's definitely the coworker, bro. That like, you're like, oh, what are you gonna do on your break? Oh, nothing. I'm just gonna like hang out. You want to smoke some weed? Oh yeah, she's definitely she's definitely that employee. Meanwhile, the fucking but, other guy who got his fucking coworker drunk, he's like the opposite coworker. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm gonna chill. Hey, you want to do a line? Exactly. Like, hey, you guys cool? You like the party? <laughs> the good shit from Florida. Let's take a bump, Florida man. Exactly. So uh, Tokyo yeah, man. Uh, yes, Tokyo man. But uh, they they drink like beer, whiskey, sake. <laughs> Vodka, wine. It's all there. So that sounds like like fucking death. You know, that reminds me of a story. When I was uh, New Year's 2013, I think 2012, 2013. I don't remember. But literally, like in an hour span, I had a shot of rum, shot of tequila, shot of whiskey, shot of fireball, and then a glass of champagne within an hour. Oh, and I was playing flip cup before that. Like, bro. Let me tell you, like I was like, you guys can't see me uh, through the through the through through wherever you're listening to us at. But I'm just doing a fucking an iota like little like little finger thing. Like I was that close to just fucking projectile vomiting, bro. It was the fucking worst. I had to lay down in the fetal position for an hour, bro. It was rough. It was so rough. I think only got the only time I got really drunk was St. Patty's nine, ten years ago. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I've been very, very drunk before. Yeah, my like, 21st birthday, I took 10 shots of uh, of whiskey, off-brand whiskey. Uh, that was my first time having uh, whiskey shits. But, uh, but yeah, another fun, cute episode. I loved it. Moving on. World's Finest Assassin. Before we talk about the latest episode, we'll 
talk about one little plot point of the last yes um it's because uh, i'm pretty sure people will want us to hear us talk about it yeah they'll want to hear our two cents about it it's one of the more disturbing points of an of an anime uh that we've seen in recent note um the the previous episode has to do with um with uh what's it called uh, child trafficking child human child trafficking yeah. um specifically with um using them as uh slave workers and sex workers um it's really quite disgusting and of course our our main man luke ends up saving one of the girls and breaking up the ring in the process to save the rest of the girls um and so he saves a, a woman named maha right before she ba- she basically there's a group of six uh, orphan girls that are abducted and one by one over the course of two years they all get raped basically it's disgusting they get raped by nobles who you know buy their services to do what they want to do and then yeah, um, and maha was almost next yeah so basically a, a girl named maha she was the oldest one um she would be the one to basically like prep them for this like heinous stuff like do their makeup get them dressed um and basically kind of like prep talk them like it's okay you know you're fine whatever it's gonna be okay just to like soothe them because of course they were all disturbed and fucking angry and upset beyond belief and then finally they were like oh you know um yeah we haven't touched maha let's you know do our thing with maha and like like, she's finally blossomed yeah right they're like oh it's gonna be fun and then at that time luke sees her and saves her of course we all know the reason why luke would save anybody for his own benefit for his own benefit. And we see, let me learn later on, Maha has mana. Yeah, the same amount as Tart. <laughs> I don't know about the same amount, but she definitely has. Well, like, it was like, it was like the whole amount. body type of thing. Like, it was like. Yeah, like it's going to, like, basically, she has room for, for significant growth. And we're not talking about her opai. Yeah. We're talking about her mana. Which, so. which did happen. Did that? It didn't really happen. Well, happen. she, well, she got a lot, she got a little more curvier. I guess. And before, before, before grooming her orphan siblings. I guess. Anyway. Anyway. But, anyway. Uh, so happened, yeah, uh, Luke adopts her. He's like, oh yeah, uh, can you wait three days? Yeah, do stuff. We have to plan. He's like, yeah, sure. And he knew nothing was right because of the look on her face. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maha uses her magic to knock out. Well, you know the reason them. why he, she doesn't know that it's right is because he catches her without knowing the circumstances. He catches her about to commit suicide. Yeah. Cause she knows like she's going to get raped and she's like, Nope, I want to preserve it. So she was like tempted to just like fuck her face up with like a knife or, or kill herself and right. Luke prevents it. And like saying like a pretty girl, like you shouldn't do things like that. Cause it's, you know, not right. And whatever. And, but basically from that moment on Maha basically sees Luke as like her Prince charming, like her savior, all of yep. that. So, and of course that's what makes Luke uh, so easy to be able to, to manipulate these girls. You know, he comes in oh, like he's, he's an aristocrat. Fucking Captain Save a Ho to the max, bro. But definitely, but yeah, definitely a dark episode. Yes. Did not 100% expect that. Like, holy shit. Yeah, it was definitely dark. I, you know, when I saw the comments, I was like, well, that was dark. And they're like, oh, I don't think he's got good plans for her. And, you know, maybe he doesn't. I don't necessarily agree with that statement, but I, was I, I like, don't, oh. I don't either. He, he, he says it, but it's not really true. Yeah. Like, like, we'll, get we'll, has... we'll, 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 we'll get to that. Yeah. 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 Because it, it definitely shows in this episode. Yes. Uh, so we're going to actually move on with that. Uh, Luke officially adopts Maha like uh, after like, talking to the father with the paperwork. And uh, his uh, quote-unquote adopted father revealed his new identity as Balor. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, we ha- I had a shop. Uh, it was it a... Was, uh, well, you're like forgetting this- also before that episode, at the beginning of the episode, he saves his legitimate son with some sort of, some sort of surgery. And yeah. we find out that the mother 
doesn't know the secret of why e-league is there basically the mother only thinks like oh this is like you know my husband's bastard child and so basically he's treated like a stepchild like you know the rotten stepchild with her with her his like adopted mother but um regardless yeah he's still like really cool with um with the rest of the family and he's like listen you can't tell her you can't tell a soul what i've done you know like this is you know for whatever and they're like yeah that's fine and so again yeah so we find out as a reward a part of his reward he gets a shot yeah, it's also a test too, because again, the families the families are merchants. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then okay, he, he so. tells like, "Oh, you know, fa- like father, it's only been six months." He's like, "Well, you're a genius, so I, you know, I have great things. Expect great things of you." Yeah. So, so basically, yeah, in a few days, come up with an idea for a shop. Yeah, like basically, you can you know do whatever you want to the shop and just give me an idea that's gonna make us money. Like, okay. And he gets a he gets a genius idea. Yeah, in three days, and, nonetheless. Yep. Uh, cosmetics. But more importantly, moisturizer, because that does not exist in this world. Yep. So he uses uh, small, simple ingredients to make it. He presents yeah. it. And the mother was basically bad mouthed him. But eventually she tries it. She loves it. And she's yeah. like, you know, I totally, you know, you're expecting just shit on your idea because you're a worthless piece of shit from my fucking idiot husband. And yeah. I wish death upon you. But I can't shit on this idea because it's amazing. Yeah, she even said, I'm willing to call you a son if you keep doing this. Mm-hmm. So the power of cosmetics, people. So the father's like, hey, uh, how many can you get in a couple? Like, how many do you make in a week? He, oh, I make 200. Like, can you do a mass production? Uh, yes, but I need these and I need to go to a Tuhade. Yeah, Tuhade, because I, I need to grow like these like beans, basically, that. But that he's help, they help like solidify yeah that way he they knows like no one else can make it but him they yeah basically we find out later he tells tarte like that yeah you know like it, you know i even though i could in theory make it here it would be better to make it over there and then i won't tell them how it's made anyway so that way they can't get rid of us you know like hey thanks like mm-hmm. we become essential so it's just it's, it's a success and uh months later uh six months actually uh, they has a shop as as ran as ran by Maha's uh, orphan siblings. Yes, that was very sweet. I like that very much. So yeah. young girls, pretty girls. They she gave them legitimate jobs where they can you know make they can support themselves as well. Yep. You know, even though I'm sure Maha's living the grandest life in comparison to them, but oh yeah, you know, still they can be all right. Oh, yeah. Then uh, Luke explains. Oh yeah, like it was all Maha's idea. I told the pick people she trusts. It's all according to plan. Yes, and, and then, then we Tart's also like, find out. And Tar's like, uh-huh. Of course that's what it is. <laughs> that, yeah. that, like, and then like, we also find out, him. Yeah, we find out that Tarte is the head of security of this whole operation. And we find out basically that um a bunch people of people are like, trying to like bribe get his, the Yeah, get the ideas like like assassins and spies and stuff, and basically they can't procure it. So uh one one night a top level like spy, like super top level spy try breaks in and basically he's gonna try and kidnap uh E-League, Luke. And he, you know, he recognizes everything and he's prepared to like do what he can, you know, in order to defend himself. But uh, Maha and uh, Tarte save the day. And we come to find out that, you know, they that he's let Maha into his secret and he's trained Maha. I, I assume Tarte probably has trained her more, but Maha um, has been trained now in the art of, uh, of killing and assassination. Yep. And so and we see she, them. And she has her own role. She's more yeah. of the uh, information scouting. Type. Yeah. So we see Maha and uh and and Tarte torture the shit out of this guy and eventually kill him. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, do you really want to let this guy live who threatened Lou? It was like, no, I was just trying to 
ease him up into before we kill him because I'm sure we gotta want him. He's gonna want him to die right away. Yeah, I mean, it's bad. Like you see him break fingers, like fucking stab underneath the cuticle. Yeah. Pull uh, yeah, teeth. I, I, every time I see that, I was like, nope. I always look away, like, nope, 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 nope. When you see the stabbing underneath the cuticle, cuticle, the nails, yes, yeah, that that fucked me up. I was like, oh, anything, anything about the nails, I look away no matter what. Like, nope, yeah, nope. pulling nails, yeah, yeah, that's od. I agree. That's like, no, no, Jesus, no, fuck. Yep, that's me watching the shit. Uh, and then the next day, Luke's like, oh, uh, I'm doing it's my normal once a month type of thing. Uh, you guys have the day off. I'm going to go. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. And so we see basically Tarte and, and Maha there. They've become like step siblings. They're really like sweet to each other. And they spend the day. They bake and they cook and they laugh and they have a good time. Meanwhile, um, we find out, like I said, he goes out once a month. And the once a month thing that he does is he goes and visits. Uh, Dia. Dia. Yep. And so he, turns out that's been a thing too. Yeah, it's been a thing. He basically once a month he goes to visit Dia. He uses wind magic to, to basically fly over there. And yeah. um he spends a day with her. Like they eat chocolate, they drink wine, they laugh. Yeah, I, I think chocolate is also new there to that world. So he's talking about be. how he made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be. So um they have chocolate. He, she writes him a book of spells and he translates them and then she reads them so she can do the spells as well. She even, she even did one before him and that like she beat him to it. <laughs> yeah, it was anti-gravity, which is fucking yeah. nuts. Like, wow. So they come up with an anti-gravity uh, spell and, they, you know, they just spend their day together. Like they cuddle a little bit as well. Like it's it's very wholesome. You know, I totally yeah. see. I totally see it. Like maybe them getting together, like in in this life, you know. I think I think it's I think it's gonna be all three of them. Well, I mean, it's got it's a harm clearly, but you know. Yeah, but like, a, a but we still thing. don't know. You know, the other thing is we still don't know. Um, what's it called? Remember in episode I think it's like episode two or three where she's like, "Oh, your dad didn't tell you," and he goes, "What?" And she's like, "Never mind." We don't know what that thing yeah, is. Yeah, we don't. We don't know that. You know, she also good. has white hair, so I wonder if they're related. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, I don't see. But way, with the father, I don't see him being the type to have an affair either. Well, I didn't say they have to be direct. Well, it was also the mother, so less uh, like unless they're like cousins type of thing. Yeah, it might be like some sort of like you know deep cousinage or something, you know, or you know maybe some like oh you know the the favor that we called in is really you know somebody's bastard child or something. We don't know. So. Right. Either way, it's interesting. Right, but either way, um. Uh, Lou goes home finally. He's like oh, next month type of thing, and it's very romantic. He leaves it in the moonlight. Yeah, that's how like, we live. That's how they like like through her window with the wind magic. Yeah, and she looks up in the stars and thinks of Lou. It's, it's really sweet. Yeah. And Lou gets home and he passes out. Maha and uh, Antarte now both sleep with him periodically in the same bed, and he goes to sleep very happy. He sleeps in the next day um, because he used a lot of his mana uh, yeah. doing the uh, so doing magic. And um, Tarte and uh, Maha got their tit, their 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 out, saying, you know, Ohio gozaimasu, Ohio gozaimasu. And they're like, hmm, something. And they're smells like, bad. something smells weird. And fucking, uh, it's like, uh, like Lug looks under, in the sheet, like the he looks, he looks down, and he's like, oh, yeah, then, yeah, because yeah, because they lift the sheets up. Yeah, and then they lift the sheets up, and they like. They're like, oh, and Luke is super embarrassed. And he's like trying to play it off. Like, this is a natural thing. I'm a growing healthy boy. And, you know, this part of the reproductive system of a male. And this happens when he's really relaxed, but yet experiences some sort of mental stimulation while he's asleep. And, you know, he's like super embarrassed. And (laughs) And then Tarte is like, 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 listen, Luke, like, I'll. It's okay. Like you should let me take care of this. I'm your servant as like, your personal servant. Yeah, so. we don't want you to keep getting backed up. 
uh, so much. And uh, uh, Maha is like, you know, you're my you're my big brother. But, you know, sometimes I think that we can be lovers, too. So why do we have to choose between one or the other? Well, why can't we that, be both? well that's the thing. Uh, he's only adopted under that name, not his real name. Well, they don't know that, but that's inconsequential. It's inconsequential. Well, I, I'm pretty sure he told. I'm sure he told her. We don't. I mean, that's not confirmed, but it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, but regardless, they're still technically yeah. brother and sister according to the law. Yeah, not according but, to blood. Yeah, with, with that alias. Yes. Yeah. So basically, they offer <laughs> they offer their services. They're both virgins, as far as we know. Yes. So and, they they, like, they offer uh, their I services all to according to plan. <laughs> yes, and he's like, is this part of the plan? Also, best part. The goddess, the, the as a rapper, cosplay as a rapper. No, the best part ago. was the wet dream. The best, the best part was definitely the wet dream. Uh, no, 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 no. The the, the rapper that that puts I don't, you know, to shame. I don't like Japanese like rapper scenes and anime. Like I think they're all dumb. I really think they're all dumb. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, she's like she like oh she's rapping to him like hey you died like a fool and he's like oh what do you want me to do like kill the hero with your masterful rhymes and it's just like him I wonder how he's doing that. His raps don't mean shit because in the world rap doesn't exist in this world. He's just basically yeah. pissing everybody off, and he's become a simp. Yeah, and they want, and they're basically gonna fucking kill him. Basically, he's like, like oh, how oh, many oh. heroes are there? For fuck's you, sake, you want to take a bet on who's next? Uh, well, what she's gonna cosplay as, or no? Yeah, who's the who's the next? The world's finest? Because we've already got we got the world's finest uh of uh, like martial artist, right? Yeah, we got the world's finest martial artist. We got the world's finest. Um, was he like a singer or something? Yeah, the we got we got the rapper, then we got yeah, world's finest rapper, and then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say world's finest like basketball player. The world's finest swordsman is. I mean, but he's something. got a shot. A world's finest swordsman has. A yeah, shot. but again, how many fucking heroes are there? They, I mean, every ten years it appears like she's you know going through. Yeah, but it was like thirty years, and she currently checked on him now. It was just like. No, it went. It was fifty years, then forty years, then thirty years. So you have twenty and ten to go. I guess, yeah. And but then still, but I was like, Luke. normally that hero would be dead by now. <laughs> this is another one out of nowhere. Why can't she do something about it? How many yeah, times a well, demon lord come back? Like, is she just gonna respawn this demon until someone kills the hero? Basically, wouldn't shock me. She's definitely, a, she's definitely a villain. Like, come on, there's something not right with her. Yeah. It's like, it's like Luke is gonna be probably befriend the hero. Probably getting their trust. They're eventually going to form a friendship. Saying Luke is going to fail his 18 years. She kills him. That's why the hero goes on the mayhem because Luke's dead. I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. We shall Good see. shit, though. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. It's entertaining. You know, uh, uh, what's it called? World's Finest Assassin. It's actually critically acclaimed in uh, Japan. It was yeah. uh, it was rated the number one anime on Japanese Netflix or ne- number one show on Japanese Netflix. Forget anime. The number one show. Yeah, like, it, 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 it's, it's top, it topped Komi and it topped Squid Game. Yeah, it's crazy. And so um, it's getting a lot of acclaim. It's low-key one of the, the better animes of the season, I'd say for sure. It's definitely in the yeah, definitely. it's definitely in that discussion for potential top five. Uh, all right, moving on. So good fucking God. As of this episode, as of this, this recording, the second part of the recording, which we can delve into toward the end. Um, but as of this recording, the newest episode of Talked is out. I have seen you have not. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we will save it for next week. <laughs> All I have to say is the follow-up to this episode that we're going to discuss from the previous week. Oh, even great, even better. Well, now we're but we're we're gonna get we're gonna talk about what happened last week. But yeah, um, episode seven of talked. Yep, episode seven of talked. Um, talked is basically strumming on the window as a keyboard, annoying, 
Mostly Anna, not because. Yeah, mostly Anna. And we basically see from the very beginning, he's got dark circles under his eyes. He's exhausted. Yeah, he's basically got severe insomnia. Like he's 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 unhealthily, unhealthily obsessing over um music at this stage. I also think it's because probably because the whole life force is getting to like him being drained. No, I don't think so. It has nothing to do with that. It just has to do with his desire to. And, you know, the reason why I say that is it, um, you find out that that's not the case in the, in the, in the next episode. OK. All right, yeah. All right, they don't mention good. much about his life force, but at the end they talk about it. But it has nothing okay. like him being exhausted has nothing to do with his life force. He's just right, it's just more incredibly exhausted about trying to make his own composition. Yeah. We find out he's trying to make his own song. Um, But yeah, no, he's got a severe uh, insomnia and that's yeah. why he's exhausted. And therefore, uh, he's probably not eating right and, and shit. Also, yeah, and our, yeah, hardly sleep, especially since they were just in the on the in the car the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, well, while this is going on, uh, Schindler was told to leave Tact alone by fucking the Germans. I told you this. I told you this, Matthew. The fucking Germans. Yeah, can't trust the goddamn Germans. Nope, you cannot. But uh, second, tell Schindler, hey, back the fuck off. We're gonna need Tact in the future, so we don't want him. Do you- decommissioned or whatever you want yeah to you are Kill not to, you are not to interact with him whatsoever was the official yeah. um the so official he gets annoyed command. but he says fine Asahina takto. like i promise with his fingers crossed behind his back <laughs> and he basically plots on what the fuck he's gonna do we'll get we will get to that though yes we'll get but, to uh, the, they, they got to a village and uh we find out it was overran by d2s because that of course takes it's not a village it. it's a town we're in modern america it's a town, not a village. We're in, a mo- we're in modern America in the year 2047. All right, fine. I forgot that's uncommon. This isn't uh, in we're, we're in a ta- we're city town because that promises them like, hey, if we stay here, I'll take care of the details. You know, I'm very curious. I am very curious. You know, all right, so real quick, this it's kind of on topic, but not really. With watching Cowboy Bebop, right? And right. I watched it in Japanese, but everybody that I know, or most people I know, watched it in um in, in dub, American yes. dub, because it's a classic that a lot of people grew up on in, in the late 90s. And well, that was how well, that was how we were also introduced to it. Because a lot again, yeah. most of the 90s were introduced to a lot of these in dub because of Tsunami and stuff. I only ever watched see, I didn't know anything really about anime. I only ever watched Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. And that was the only two that I ever watched before I ended up watching anime uh, in right. 2018 right, with right. Uh, Naruto and Bleach. But um, I digress. Anyway, my point is that, though, um, it's a Western-based anime with the names, with uh, a lot of the scenery and Actual characters, that nature. Like they're all, like, they're and, all not just Asian. Yeah, and I've also heard... I, I'm anti-dub. Everyone should know that by now. I hate dub. I don't think you, you can basically call an anime an anime if it's in fucking dub. It's just a, a, a Japanese cartoon in English to me. But um, people say about how amazing the dub is for uh, Cowboy Bebop, and it makes sense given you know the type of uh scenery and characters because it works for what they're going it works yeah and so you know i would say that i'm very curious about this dub for tacto p because they're in america they have a lot of american names like the only japanese name that you see is uh is uh tact asahina tact and tact isn't even tact is german so tact is like european asahina clearly is uh is is japanese but um there's no other characters really that have any sort of Japanese yeah, those are like they're all like in the Europe. Yeah, the Europe or American. Like I forget the, the Grand Maestro's name, but it's an American name. Schindler's uh, German. What? Sagan. 
Sagan. Yeah, so that's pretty American. Um, Titan, Hell, Heaven, um, Destiny. Those are all, you know, American. And Schneider American, many American, huh? Schneider is kind of yeah German. So and yeah. then you have Tak, which is also European, but his last name is Asahina, which is German. And he's yeah. got out of all the characters that are there in the anime, he's also the only one that looks like Asian with like his features yeah. and exactly things of that nature. But so I'm very curious right. to see, regardless how this dub would work, given that they're in America and all the towns are do like they, New Orleans, do they officially have Houston, a dub or not yet? And shit like that, you know? Like, do they officially have a dub? What? Tax. Do they officially have one or no? No, they're not. It's not out yet. I'm Obviously, they're going to make one. But Well, I know they're making one for Assassin also. Yeah, they're going to make one, but it's not out yet. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, mostly, like, this episode and the previous episode, like, we're actually finally getting character development of Kazette instead of just eating sweets and killing D2s. Yes. Like yeah. she's actually growing to how she used to be when before she died. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, not a spoiler, but there is a lot more character development that's spread out in the next episode. Good. Well, I can't wait. For so that. it continues on. Yeah. Uh, I am looking forward to that then. Yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, at Kazette and I talk like, like what was Kazette's attacks? I said, I don't know. Why don't you go ask him? <laughs> And that's what mm-hmm. kind of happened the next day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, well, first she was asking, like, are you OK? Because he's not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Or like he looks tired, all that. Then mm-hmm. she brings up Cosette and like, what was she like? And all this, what was your relationship with her? And then it got to the point where Todd got, it, it still hurts him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he like tells her, like, stop, like, like shut up, like, stop talking. Yeah, because he's still and, upset by it. And because that got to the point, like, OK. Because she really doesn't know. Because she's like, like she's trying to understand her maestro at the same time. Like she to form that connection. Mm-hmm. And then while that's going on, D2s attack. Shocker. So they do that. They they take they take care of the D2s, but after that, they see some in the forest, like they hear more and mm-hmm. music. They hear music. So because they follow the music, and who do we find? Schindler and Hell. Mm. And Schindler is holding an instrument. And we find out that Awakens D2s, it uh, controls D2s, mm-hmm. and it lures them in. And, and then we... the big reveal was like, I tried this at the festival in, what was it, Boston they were in? No, they're in like California. Yeah, like in California. We tried like The this first time I tried it was at this little town in California where I heard where this annoying in. little fuck playing a piano. And basically, and this they, triggered tax. <laughs> yeah, we find out basically that fucking Schindler is the entire reason why fucking All there happened. is a Toctopi. Yeah. So he, because of this, he gets enraged and says, I'm going to kill you. And it shows like, that's my line. <laughs> and the episode ends there. And let me tell you, man, the episode, woo, boy, that motherfucker is pissed. Also, I've got to mention Lenny and Titan are back, and like, oh yeah, we're going to the next town where attacked and Cosette are. Well, so they, said we that, that, they said that they've been to the different towns, and like that only leaves one town left. Yeah, it happens to be where they're at. Yeah, um, hopefully, we'll find out more about their actual investigation of what they're actually doing. Yeah, we don't find out about that in the next episode. I can confirm. Okay, so soon. Hopefully, soon. Yes. All right. Oh yeah, good shit. I'm looking forward to watching next episode. Oh, I will watch that tomorrow for sure. Yes, let me know. Can't All wait. Righty. All right. Uh, up next, Mushuko Tensei. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, the last couple of episodes have been really good as well. I, I oh, know. Yeah, no, I, the last two episodes were fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I know you guys won't get to hear them because of our lost episodes and shit, but, you know, um, I we think Mushuko Tensei was one of the ones that got cut off. 
like at the end of the last episode yeah I mean, because fucking but, uh, by the way for those who don't know and we'll explain it later on as well we're using a different platform can't wait to tell you about it yeah we will tell you next week <laughs> oh, i was gonna tell them as we close we're gonna oh, give okay. a brief detail just a little, all little, right. little inside baseball bro a little inside all right baseball. Well, all right, we'll give them the, the scoop, the backstage. <laughs> we'll give the yeah, we'll go ahead and uh we'll give right. them the newsletter info. righty. The actual good one, not the fucking wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to Cakey Observer. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. Five stars with the false cat. Stuck my fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh it starts with uh, of course Rudy's subconscious of his old self talking to Hirogami or that faceless god. Yes. Like, hey, it's Bella. How you been? And Rudy's like, fuck you. Right. Like, I hate looking guys? at myself in the mirror. He's like, just when I begin to forget about my past life, you fucking come back and remind me I was this fat piece of and shit. He's like, hey, I got a de- I gave you that demon eye. You're welcome. He's like, yeah, well, I also got captured. And almost died. Yeah. So like, how about you actually help me find my siblings and all that? It's like, hmm, I'll help you, but he's like, you have to trust me the next time I tell you to do something. Yeah, unequivocally trust me. He's like, yeah, like, no matter what. So it's shady, but it's like, you know what? Fine. He's like, fine. He's like, we'll see. He'll see. Like, we'll see what happens after this. He's yeah. like, he's like, okay, I'll take it. Uh, you know, to be fair, he was correct on everything that happened. So he is correct. It's just you know, like he he. I mean, he leaves, out the, he, leaves, he leaves out the small details of what happens after. And that's the small details of what get him fucking fucked up, exactly. thrown well, we up, fucking missing people. Yep. So basically, he tells him to go to the village right now, uh, write a letter to someone to give to the that he knows there. And when he finds the sister, basically, like, don't mention that you're the brother. He remembers specifically as well. The town that they happen to pull up in is the same town that Roxy was in yeah. um, went back before the mana attack when he was when she was teaching uh, one of the princes that was there. Yeah, and uh, that plays significantly later on, as we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll get to him. Fuck him. <laughs> but anyway, um, Rudy does write the letter. He gives it to Aisha, the sister. And then uh, the guards catch her. Like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you're not supposed to be out. Mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. Like, what's this letter? Uh, Rudy sees this is like, hey, and the guard's like, this is what it looks like. Kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like, eh. like, you know, like, you know, when you say that, that kind of means that. I know you got all wrong that Aisha like gets away from the guard saying, help me. So he does his magic to uh, have them stuck on the ground. That's kind of funny. It reminded me of like to catch a predator. They just don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> take it out, you think. <laughs> all right, take a seat right over here. I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> What are you doing here? <laughs> uh, we're we're trying to catch this little girl. Like, why? Why are you doing? Do you know mm-hmm. what? Do you, do you know how old she is? <laughs> and how old you are? <laughs> Never and, understand. And they, they're out. Uh, basically, Rudy retreats with Aisha, and she's like talking about how she's waiting for her father to save her. It's like, really? Uh, don't you have anyone else? Like a mother, a brother? It's like, ah, fuck my brother. It's like, what? Yeah, she's like, I got a brother, but I can't rely on him. He's like, well, why is that? Like, well, they were like, well, like, my mother, when I was uh, younger, my mother had a chest of my older brothers and said, this is this is dear and near near and dear to your older brother, and he wants me to keep uh, safe keepings of it, and I will. And so one day, while my mother wasn't around, I opened the box, and what did I find? Panty. Fucking pantsu. Pantsu. And there were small pantsu, which means that the girl that wore those pantsu must have not been more than like 14 or 15. So, so, that, so that means that he was a pervert when he was like four to five years old. 
And Rudy just looks over like, oh, fuck, she got me. Uh, so, so Eddie can't say anything about it because he's not, he's not, he's not supposed to tell her who he is. So he said, what's your name? Shadow King. And he does like some like deep uh, fucking Power Force Ranger pose. pose or some shit. And she's like, yeah. that's so cool. Yes. <laughs> it was cute uh, as fuck. But she's really smart as we come to find out. Like she's really, really, really fucking smart. Oh, yeah. Well, she learns, she learns from the family, mm-hmm. <laughs> despite them all being horny. Uh, then Rugiard and uh, Eris come back. Uh, Rudy kind of explains it. I love how je- I love how uh, jealous Eris got. Like, oh, you have a sister. Oh, I have actually had two sisters. Like, hmm, hmm, fuck you, <laughs> right? Like, uh, I-, I can't wait to see when Eris finally meets Sylphie. Oh yeah, I can't oh, wait to she, see how she, that's gonna she's be. gonna she's gonna fucking. Do you think like Rudy's gonna get to smash Eris before? Oh no, oh, no. Uh, little spoiler. He smashes all of them. He does. Oh yeah. Oh and, my and nigga! Eris, and Eris and Eris is a fucking dom. A dom? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So look forward to that. Oh my god. <laughs> not, not all at the same time, but he, he does fuck them down the road. <laughs> That's crazy. All of them. Larys from his father. Oh my god. The gray rats are horny people. Does he get the to fuck Galen? Uh, no. Gishle, no. Ah fuck! No, no, no! Just, just those three. I seen a, I seen a dojin of of Ghislaine on her back and the curtain to match the drapes, and it was hot. It's like uh, her abs are hot, but she's got that bone ass. Like no, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, it's like an gotta... actual pelvis is skin that's wrapped around the actual. Bro, it's like you know that's like that's like fucking a wall that's wrapped in leather. Yeah, like no, I, I cannot. It's big, sure, but it's fucking bone. <laughs> oh my god! Bro. I cannot. <laughs> the bones of steel. Exactly. The bones of steel. Yes. The bones. Animalium or what? Fucking Wolverine. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, the next night, the the next day approaches. Uh, the one of the guards knocks on the door. Like, hey, I'm looking for Ru- I'm looking for Rudy. Yeah, I, I I was told that Roxy told me that you should come here, come with me. So he tells Iris to keep her safe, to keep his sister safe. Like, all right, I'll be right back. And then they're talking, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, um, give us your weapon and item before you go talk to in this room." Mm-hmm. That's a red flag right there. Like, I would have said, "Nope, I'm leaving. Fuck you." <laughs> right. But he but, doesn't do it because he also sees the guards he trapped in the mud with his. He magic. sees them, then they look suspect. And on top of that, the attendant's like Rudy Sama, and he goes Nani, and she's like Nandemonai, which means never mind. Yeah, you know, like, like she had like almost a little bit of regret. Yeah, she but, knows. And then we find out he's not there. Like she, uh, uh, Rox, Roxy's not. There, Roxy's not right? there, and instead we meet the, the fucking, fucking pervert prince. Yep, I forget his name. Do you know his name? I don't care. Yeah, we see the pervert prince that fucking and he's like, oh, we and we also see uh Lilia basically hogtied next to him on his oh, throne. Yeah. And he basically gestures to the guards, like, do it. And he fucking uh they pull the rug from under Rudy, and Rudy falls into a pit that has a king class magic barrier. And he proceeds to go, like, you're in a magic barrier. He's like, Yeah, I can see that. And, and he's like, Oh, you can't use your magic. I I'm using this to lure. Roxy. He's like, this was originally meant for Roxy, so she could do my bidding or whatever. And then he's like, oh, make her he's like, I'm going to use you to bring Roxy here, and I'm going to rape Roxy in front of you, and then I'm going to cut off your head in front of Roxy, and I'm going to rape gonna Roxy fuck her again, again while, while she cries. Your dead body. Like, whoa! 
Yeah, I was like, oh, like how is he not enraged after that? Fucking whoa! Like I, like he really kept his cool. Not good. And he's like, oh yeah, I don't love Roxy like that. Don't worry, I'm just a student, like playing it off. Yeah, he's playing it off. But then he's like, oh, how are you gonna? How's Roxy gonna know I'm even when you don't even know where Roxy is? It's like, well, then how did you get here? And how did you know that your family's here? Well, he can't. He didn't. I don't don't think he asked about the family. I know, but I feel like that's kind of like, but like, how did you know? How did you know to come here? Basically, yeah, basically, and you know, he's stupid. He's like, "Ah, like, 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 all right, yeah, you gotta be there. Yeah, and so basically, the episode ends. Him trying to figure out a way to get out of there. Yeah, basically, the episode ends, and so it'll be curious to see how. I, I, I hope. I hope he dies. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can't wait. I hope he fucking. Like, I, I, I can't wait to see the beat the ever loving shit out of him. I hope like he gets sodomized with a fucking rusty sword. I just want him to, I want him to go all out with the magic, like full on fireball, right close range. Like fucking like Roxy, and when she sees fucking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when she sees the fucking elf girl getting fucking cummed on and shit. Yeah, well, yeah, the, there there is a reason for that actually. Why what? she does that? That she oh, does that. that? Why she has sex with all these people. Oh, it's like a power thing. No, she's cursed. Oh, she's she, cursed to, to fuck? Like, if she doesn't have sex for a few days, she dies. What? Yeah. Wow. So, she has basically, she has no choice. She has no choice but to be a whore. Yes. And she's married. <sighs> Bro, her fucking pussy must be, like, the most, like, fucking cavernous thing ever. Oh, uh, you know, you know that uh, girl with the demon eye? Yeah. I gave Rudy the demon eye? Yeah. She has a husband, she can't, but she can't fuck him. You know why? His cock's fucking huge. It would kill, like it's, it's like a fucking Titanic. It, it would kill her. <laughs> That's why she cannot have sex with her husband, bro. But she's a lowly. No, it, in general, like it's a his cock's not human. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So the the um, are you talking about the? You said the girl with the demon eyes. So you're talking about the lowly girl. Yeah. Okay, so you're not talking about uh, horny elf bitch. No, 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 no. No, she has a husband, but she can't fuck him. But they parents. talk about fucking. Uh, Bro, she's got crazy. no titties. I know. She's the she's the epitome of a lolly. She has like as she, as she has a husband with a big cock. <laughs> Bro, with a fucking gargantuan fucking monstrosity. That dude. that can't even enter her. Can't even, not even the tip. No, nope, not even the tip. What about his fingers? That ain't normal. I don't know. I don't have an exact visual of him, so I really cannot say. <laughs> I can't I just bro now I'm fucked up now I just see this lowly girl just getting yes. fucking like buckets and buckets of fucking sake he just jump fucking dropped on her bro oh right yeah right <laughs> Jesus Christ right I know this is a better conversation than the last one we had exactly, <laughs> exactly. Hey, it's good to know these things <laughs> I'm glad we had to re-record yeah <laughs> uh, all right uh moving on the pre-made <laughs> platinum end Oh, Jesus Christ, bro. Good fuck. <laughs> oh, good heavens. Bro, fucking Takahashi is a fucking pussy, bro. I hate it. He is next level uh, bitch made. Uh, it's it, it showed it. What do you expect? God, he is next level bitch made, bro. Like, Asta's next level annoying, but he's brave as shit. Naruto is next level stupid, but he's good. Fucking Midoriya is a crybaby, but not to the extent of fucking Takahashi. Uh, but no one is, yeah, no one's Takemichi. I mean, bro, even Takamichi fucking squares up. Takamichi, you know, at least he fucking yeah, he's yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he forgets what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, you know, fucking, I don't know, man. I think Kakahashi's worse. Nah, it's still Takamichi. It's close. I I agree, it's close. But I, I got yeah. Kakahashi. And right now, it's still Takamichi until until Mirai changes his fucking attitude. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, he fucking does. 
He needs to. Well, he, he kind of did here. I mean, it, it, but that was fight or flight. I think that's different. <laughs> I know, but still, like, it all kicked in. Well, let's go ahead and explain what happened. All right. Uh, building blows up with uh, A-Girl and uh, Natano. By the way, we should talk about A-Girl really quick. Girl A, because fucking... Real, r- real briefly. Real briefly. Bro, like, it's super, like... Like it's crazy. She's like 14, like what 14, 15 years old, and she I gets think, sexual. I think, I think I think I think she's 16. Like she's, she's definitely 16. older than the, the victims. Bro, she's taking like 13 and 14-year-old girls and like having like the craziest lesbian sex with them and then killing oh, yeah. them, and then she comes from killing them. Like, what? Oh, yeah. I know it's like what the fuck? Who's who talks like this? Bro, I mean, it was you know, I'm not even gonna lie, like it was hot as fuck. Like when you see like the previous episode, bro, like the girl, like the, she's naked, the other girl's like practically naked and they're like kissing and i'm like oh this is hot and then i realized oh yeah they're fucking they're like oh fuck i forgot they're underage so it kind of kills it and then she's like let's get nastier and she fucking has this girl bent over doggy style and the girl's like just begging her to get fucked and she pulls out a knife she kills the woman she kills the girl and then literally her exact words were like this is this feels amazing i think i'm gonna squirt what Nani? What the fuck? Bro, next level OD. <coughs> next yeah. level. And then she gets blown to bits. Uh yeah, I guess blown to bits with uh uh Nanato right there because he was like trying to lure out Metropoli man. <laughs> yeah, basically it was a trap, and we see fucking uh what's it called? Um ah just because you, you you keep saying Mukaido. Mukaido. Mukaido, sorry, yeah, his last name. Uh, yeah, last I, I call name. him his, his last name, Mukaido. Mukaido, anyway. So, um, yeah, we think he dies, but he doesn't because he's got a fucking a blast proof suit on, and so yeah, he's just so... shocked. He's just shocked at the fact, like, holy shit, I just got. Yeah, that that did hurt him a bit, and then, but that did lure out Metropoli Man. Yeah, and Metropoli Man had the white and, strap. I was like trying to figure out like who to kill, mm-hmm. but uh. Bukaido has his plan, like, hey, have your angel behind mine and have mine behind yours to, to trick him. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like, let him think that I have the white arrow, I have the high grade angel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That way, if he goes after me, you could you could surprise him. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that actually does work because he want he decides to kill Bukaido first. Mm-hmm. He's like, but but if you don't find me one on one, I have another bomb in the city. I'll pull I'll pull the trigger on that. Mm. <laughs> He's so, like, no, you don't. But he also doesn't want you to take that chance. Yeah, but he doesn't want to take that chance either. And so he's like, all right, fine, I'll fight you and all this. And like he's about to die, like the white arrow shot. And Mirai <laughs> comes in freaking out with his red arrow, deflects the white arrow. Deflects the white arrow, and it shocks the fucking angels. They're like, we never know you could de- you could deflect the white arrow with a red arrow. I I, I was kind of hoping Metropole Man would be a little bit shocked, but it turned out he wasn't. Like, oh. like I just want to see him legit surprised with like justice. Well, I mean, he kind of was because he's like, oh shit. Like, well, we'll get into it in a second. But. Yeah, but he was more calm about it. Well, because like, he's... Oh, like, you, like, you <laughs> he's a cold and calculated killer. Yeah. So because, like, enough, screw it. I'll kill you instead. And he's actually... Mirai's deflecting Metropolitan Man's White Arrow with the Red Arrow. But before all that, like, like, how could you kill people? You never lost anyone. And Metropolitan Man's like, yeah, I lost someone, jackass. Right. Yeah, because his sister. Like, yeah. So don't, don't tell us. So don't, don't give me that fucking lecture. I'm doing what needs to be done. I've got to get rid of you guys to make that happen. So be it. Sorry. So, uh, and then Mirai's actually holding his own against Metropoli men. They're fighting back and forth using like the, using the red arrow, like a, like a little sword thing for his hand. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, Hokkaido has his gun now. He's like, I, I, she's trying to find a way to shoot him. He can't get a clear shot because they're all so fast fighting back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually gets, uh, he definitely gets a chance to get behind Metropolitan, shoot it in the back of the head multiple times. Yeah, he unloads mm-hmm. the strap. Two straps. Yeah. Go full he, Rambo on this motherfucker's head. Yep. Uh, breaking the helmet and then has the opportunity to grab. He grabs him and he tells like, shoot him with the red arrow. And uh, he so he charges him instead of shooting him like he should. He just charges in. Yeah, and, and then, then he sees a, his face. He sees his uh, face for a millisecond, and for like one millisecond, he basically like stops. He, he stops. Like he loses momentum in that millisecond. In that one millisecond of lost momentum, Metropolitan Man basically says, "Fuck this," and he fucking retreats. Yep, and uh, because of that, he left, and he gets to live another day. Uh, then you see him like he actually went to the hospital. Like, oh, yeah. One of the bullets that he got hit with actually grazed grazed his head. Yeah, so he he almost died. Yeah, and so he thanks the doctor, but of course the doctor's not seen it, and he kills him. Yeah, he's seen his fucking identity. He's like, oh, you gotta die. And he kills him. Yep, and so because of this, uh, Mukaido's like, hey, what the fuck happened? Mm -hmm. Type of thing. But he's also, but they're also glad like they're all like, okay. Saki's Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to talk about this right now for the rest of the day, because again, it was like an emotional, high-impactful Day for everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so Bukaido leaves for right now, and again, the episode ends there. But you're forgetting yeah. that fucking Takahashi. He tries to like basically find out like what did he look like, so I can like get the the, the investigators to look at him, yeah. and and fucking he's just like I'm such a weakling, I'm a bitch, I'm a pussy, I can't yeah. deal with it. But do you have a name? Like how the fuck? I don't know his fucking name. Yeah, and then the episode it doesn't quite end there. The episode fucking ends. Uh, what's it called? with um basically um uh, saki's friend um yeah. notices that fucking mirai is basically stalking her in essence but yeah. she doesn't know the reason why so she's gonna say something and saki's like no it's okay and then she asks like you're not dating him are you and she hesitates she and she's she like no she's like we're not dating and she's like besides i can't fall for him and that's how it ends and like hmm like it's why yeah but yeah, uh, I like actually it was good to change the pace of seven. It'd be like a mystery for that one second. I got an actual legit fight. They're definitely gonna fight again. Yeah, like as since the manga is over, I see him dying as, as that first half, and then mm-hmm. the second half we'll get more of the other candidates and see how that changes directions. Yes, indeed. So I'm looking forward to that. Definitely good stuff. Yeah, this was yeah, this has been a surprise. I expected to be like this interesting. Yeah, and this dark. No, it is, yeah. I would say so. Hey, my God. All righty. Main event time. Miroku-chan. We picked this last because of that fucking twist at the end. We'll get to that. Mm. My God. Uh, Miko and Kiyosuke are at the mall. They're shopping for a gift for the mother for her birthday. Uh, they find an outfit. It's like, hey, uh, how about you try it on? Like, why? Like, you guys are the same body type, so why not? Mm-hmm. Of course, you got an etchy scene with uh, her ass, her panties over her pantyhose. Mm. I was like, people wear it like that? Like, okay. <laughs> I thought it'd be underneath, but you know. No, it is underneath. It just, it that's just. Or is that that transparent? It's that transparent, yeah. Okay, okay. I because it's etchy. Just... Yeah, because it's etchy. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Again, we, can't, we can't have it the other one. <laughs> yeah. But, um. Hey, real right, quick, she... unrelated to this, I just happen to be looking at my phone. Um, What's it called? If. I'm going to try and get, as we mentioned, the tickets to Hammerstein. The upper, the first upper deck is 63. The second is 48. So tickets start at 48. Ringside is starting at, uh, it's not even telling me where ringside is. Let me see real quick. This is unrelated. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Ringside is 103. 
what did you want? Um, and then the other side is 73. You wanted like the front balcony, right? Yeah, I want to get the, the front balcony if possible. I mean, it's only six, it's 73. So basically everywhere except for like ringside itself, like the actual ringside, yeah, is uh 73 down below. Okay. So we can do that. Yeah. Or we can get the upper balcony. I mean, I'm going to get what I can, but in any case. Yeah, whatever has like a front <laughs> balcony, get that. And I yeah. will pay you Friday when I get paid. Yeah, I'm going to do what I can. So Okay, yeah. you did Little insider you. baseball, guys. We're trying to go to GCW on January 23rd for Hammerstein Ballroom. So yes, should be a grand old it'll time. Be, it'll be a fun time. Indeed. All right. Anyway, but, uh, yes. But we'll, so. we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, Miko tries out in the outfit. Like it works, it fits. Then you see the ghost right next to her, telling her, like, wow, that looks great on you. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like, as she said, those other shows. So it got to the point where Miko was like, oh, we'll take it. We're going to go. Uh, can I wear it out? I'll pay She's right like, now. Isn't that for your mother? Not like, anymore. <laughs> right? Like, oh, okay. So she's like, oh, we'll get her another gift <laughs> or something. Uh, it looks good on her. So you don't let her keep. Yes, indeed. Uh, so they do their shopping. Uh, I think Kyosuke got like a shirt with something on it, and then we see the mugs. We'll, we'll talk about the mugs later. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're now at the train station. Kyosuke is uh, passed out. Miko mm-hmm. is like on mm-hmm. her phone, and we see this giant ghost with an axe, like with a scythe. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's an axe. It's an axe. Okay. It's an axe. As an axe, and then she's like, "What the fuck's going on?" And he starts swinging the axe on the passengers. And since he's a ghost, they don't feel it. They don't nothing. He's like, nothing on that one. Mm. And he keeps going one by one. Mm. And Miko is just freaking the fuck out. He's like, what do I do? If I run, they'll, they'll know I see them. Mm-hmm. But the fact, the fact that she sees it, she thinks she'll get hurt. Mm. And then uh, the one next to her, uh, she's the act. And you see a ghost come out of it. Mm-hmm. And he gra- and the ghost grabs it and puts it in his bag. Like he's kidnapped. Yeah. He's like, all right, all clear type of thing. But like, wait, well, one more vibe check. And does it to Miko uh, instead of freaking out last minute. Yes. She just has that calm face. Yes. And, and then, then uh, passengers brother start wakes- leaving. Yeah. Passengers start leaving. Her brother wakes up from the nap and he's, <laughs> he's like, shit, up. I fell asleep. Miko, why are you standing? No reason. And then they get to the next stop. Like, hey, we're getting. Hey, let's go here. now. <laughs> and she's like, that's not our stop. So they're walking. He's like, yes, I know. So they're walking and uh, she was like, oh, Miko, why did we go get off on this stop? It's not our stop. She's like, I need new panties. Yep. And then now it's like, <gasps> Oh, she's like, and he's like, being a girl must be tough. And she's like, mm-hmm. yep. I was like, ah, oh, yep. She pissed herself. Is that a, she pissed of screaming? herself. Yep. So screaming, she pissed herself. Mm-mm. And that was a thing. Uh, that was the first half. Oh, well, before that, uh, you see uh, Miko's mother with the gift of the mugs. She has uh, two mugs, two compliments, fills them with tea. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the shrine where the husband is. And starts having a little cute little moment together, like for her birthday, like she's with her husband. It was very sweet. I was like, oh, <laughs> very, very sweet. All right. And then uh, we get to part two. Uh, Miko had on the library with the teacher and they find out that she's on maternity leave starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, before the teacher says goodbye, like Miko sees a little white ghost like floating around um, around the teacher. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't know what to say. Like, do I would I say there's a ghost there? She tells her to be careful. And the teacher's like, oh, I think this time will be okay. And they're like, this time. And then the teacher opens up and saying that uh, she had that she had a miscarriage for the first time. And that made me cry, dude, because it made me think of my miscarriages. And I, that that fucking hurt me, bro. 
That really hurt me seeing that shit. And then, uh, so then you see the white ghost like on the mother's belly, basically like mm-hmm. kind of protected. So, so I don't know. Like it, it's a good, it's a good spirit. And mm-hmm. the teacher's like, I know we'll be okay this time around. Mm-hmm. And then she does her goodbyes. And then the, we go to the next day. The big what the fuck? Yes. Uh, they go to school. They start talking, and we find the, the substitute teacher. Is the guy from episode two the one with the that kills cats, a sociopath, Zen Tono? <laughs> I mean, we don't know what else he kills, bro. He probably kills other shit, if I'm being honest. Yeah, we don't know. I'm pretty sure we're going to know this. And because of this, Miko freaks the fuck out internally. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. isn't that the guy where we deny the cat to? Mm-hmm. And do you see this? sadistic glare from me oh yeah he's a fucking whole sociopath he's insane fucking nuts so that was where that episode ended and then we got to the after credits uh we see the guy who got the adopted cat uh you see him at the store uh, buying cat food and during this the staff is freaked out like oh because he looks like this creepy tough guy like oh what's he doing type of thing Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh you see a ghost near the red can and that's the one he picks Mm-hmm. They go mm-hmm. to the bakery. He buys this uh big cake, this uh a slice of cake, and then you find out uh he fed the cats, and then the cake was for his wife and the anniversary, like at the shrine, and like you see the picture with of his wife and the cats saying happy anniversary and all this. Like this guy is so sweet. He really is. Is. he is fucking real MVP. Yeah, like, like I I hope nothing bad happens to him. I really hope or, not. Or, or or the or the cats. Like, Bro, you know what wouldn't shock me if he saves the fucking day. I I don't. I... If he saves them, that would be everything. If he saves, uh, I I kind of hope so, but I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, but uh, it it's definitely a very a, a lot of tension, and it's definitely like I want to know what happens next. Yes, indeed. Like I I didn't expect this show to be this good. My sketchy, like it's it still be, gives I, me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, and you know something that we forgot to mention? What is that? You know. Um, Miko's coming from you know uh, being out, and she hears after she sees everything with like the with the with the with the unborn kid, she hears a ghost saying "taskete, taskete," which means "help me" in Japanese, and she starts reassessing her thought process when it comes to the ghost. She starts thinking like, you know, why wh- why have I been given this power? And like maybe and she starts thinking about the she starts thinking about the the, the, the white ghost and then she starts also thinking about the other ghost that she helped. Yeah, the, um, the old one, the old the elderly, the elderly lady and she's like, you know, like what what is my purpose for this? And then she sees like and should know, I actually acknowledge them? Yeah, should I acknowledge them? And but so not the, but not the one by the vending machine. Right. And so she did happens to see somebody by a vending machine and she's like, oh, maybe I'll help it. And then fucking he turns over. She's like, nope, I'm not going to do that one. I don't even know how to approach that one. Fuck that. Yep. He's like sucking on the vending machine like this giant, morbidly obese type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giants like, nope, not that one. Maybe the next one. Fuck that guy. So maybe it's like them calling to help because of this guy. <laughs> right, right. Uh, we don't know yet, but a great episode. Uh, <laughs> it's getting better. Uh, the ghosts, the, the the designs of the ghosts are great. Uh, comedy is there when it when it needs to be. Like they they know it knows they know when to do both. Yes. <laughs> so I like it for that. All right, we're gonna take our final commercial break. So we'll give you some uh, dirt sheets, our plugins, and then we'll be fucking off. Thank Tune God. In, in a bit. Thank God. All right, we're back. Tadaima. 
All right. Uh, Evan, you want to give me the dirt sheet? Yes. So <laughs> this is the second time we're doing this podcast. As we alluded to at the beginning of the episode um, that you'll hear, uh, there is a completely lost episode um, that you'll never hear because we only got 49 minutes the of audio out of two and a half episode. hours. And that's done. And then the next episode that you may hear is going to basically. It's already out. Is, is it already out? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize. I'm sorry. The next yeah, episode yeah, that, that you'll hear or before this episode, I should say, is it's a solid episode, but you're missing the last couple reviews, I believe, or the last review in general. You're missing the last review as well as our plugs because, uh, again, our audio. Yeah. 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 That's that. That was yeah, well, you missed our Mashoko Tensei one, and that, that was the very emotional one where Paul and Rudy basically reunite, which I loved. Well, fight. Well, they were, they were fighting. Yeah. Was it? No, they reunited. No, uh, we didn't. They, re- they fought in the first one. They fought like they basically fought in. Yeah, the- but you, we 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 skipped two weeks, and that was one of them. Yeah, we covered both of them. That's right, we did cover both of them, yeah. and so that's how it ended. But in any case, um, I we've been using Skype to record these, and up until the last month or so, it's been going great. And as of the last month, it's just been shitting the fucking bed on us. Yeah. And so we recorded the second half of this approximately after Aquatope um, last night, and everything was good. And you know, I ended up having a work call, so I didn't get a chance to check it after work um, or after we were done recording. I, I said, I'll check yeah. it. I'll check it yet. Uh, early yesterday basically um because we recorded monday but in any case um it cut off our audio halfway through so we're having to do this again we're using zoom this time i have experience with zoom because i use zoom uh with my i i I will stay i I will i still say check it once we're done yeah because then if you know something if it does fuck up then that's on my computer then yeah i I am getting a new mac so that'll hopefully be coming soon and then we won't have any problems whatsoever but um yeah so that's our little insider baseball so this second half that you heard of the podcast has basically been re-recorded and uh we just if, you guys if, I sure as fuck didn't want to go through fucking 10 anime and redo what we said again but yep yeah. and, and we don't want to give you guys another half episode <laughs> yeah because you know we, like all these guys are fucking half-assing they're missing stuff they're not advertising right like that's not the case it's just technical issues unfortunately so yeah, beyond um, our control <laughs> yes we hope you guys enjoy um these episodes we apologize for any type of inconvenience right. that we caused you guys certainly this was an inconvenience for all of us but we have to make do it what we have and so here we are today and uh going forward uh we'll use zoom we're also going to use uh stream yard uh from our uh producer sean and his yep. uh team and and such so we're looking forward yep. to that and uh, hopefully this will again bring better quality for you guys eventually we'll again one of our goals in 2022 is to be able to do video uh video podcasts and publish them in some capacity so we hope to bring that using whatever technology that we can yep. uh to be able to do that for you guys so uh, just a little bit of insider baseball in terms of uh, what's going on and, and you know, what's happening yep. right now. So. All righty. Uh, closing thoughts before we wrap up. What was that? Closing thoughts before we wrap up. Um, the season just keeps getting better and better, dude. This is the final right. week. Uh, since we are a little over the halfway point, what are your top five right now? Not in order, just your five favorite. Ah, oh, Jesus, I have to look at the fucking list, dude. I don't even know them off the top of my head. Truthfully, 86 is definitely one of them when it's not mm-hmm. fucking having delays, goddamn delays, uh, finest assassin, <clears throat> uh, Taisho, right? Mashoku, Takt, and 86. All right, uh, Rank of the Kings, Mashuko, Mishuk- Komi, Assassin, 
Right now, it's just a tie between Tact and Blue Period. I guess that's going to come down to the next few episodes. Fair, fair. Yeah. Uh, again, that's no particular order. We're not going to give you an order. It's our, our awards. So we're going to keep you all fucking guessing. <laughs> but uh, we talked our cake. We had our cake. We are now full of cake and tired. Part two. Uh, you can follow <laughs> me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. And you can follow our Talk to Cakey podcast Twitter at, uh, at Talk to Cakey. We also have a link tree there, which has our, where you listen to your local favorite podcast, such as Spotify, Apple Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, bunch of shit. Uh, all the links are in there, whichever you have, whether it's a subscription or a free service that you have, you can definitely click on it and check it out there. We want to thank Sean for being our editor and having us on the W2M network. We want to thank Andrew and Greg for having us on the Chair Shot Radio. Uh, those come out weekly as always. Now that are my plugs right there. Ethan, close us off of your plugs. Yes, let's go ahead and uh, follow me at uh, Twitter at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. That's Showstop at 24. You can follow me on Instagram, my podcast Instagram, podcast.senpai. You can follow me on my anime-only Instagram, A-I underscore anime24. That's I-anime24. Each of those uh, sites has our link tree in there and my link tree specifically, so you can catch stuff involving me and involving us as a whole you can also follow us on our and our uh, talk the keki instagram at t-a-l-k-t-h-e-k-e-k-i talk the keki um on instagram and we'll be following uh we'll be putting updates and things of that nature on there as well for you guys and uh yeah and shout out to our group uh eat the cake anime um i just remembered again i have to put the link if it's not already in there for our group um again if you guys can click on the link and if you guys want to join our fantastic little family of anime lovers and haters especially haters because they fucking hate that i hated akira so fuck them all but in any case if you want to join us go ahead and let us know that um drop my remote sorry i'm like scared my cat go ahead and uh let us know that you heard us on the podcast Uh, we'll shout you out we would appreciate that very much and uh yeah bro let's go to fucking bed all right uh until next time uh happy thanksgiving to all of you we will see you monday hope you have no interruptions uh, until then, arigato, anato faku, and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan! Bye-bye! Bye-bye!